Yeah, he 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 looks as natural as they get. He looks like you know, he looks like a normal, he looks like a normal dude, like a normal, really fit, like super fit dude. While I was at Crash, I had a couple of people walk to me and go, "I can't stop looking at people's stomachs now for little marks." Oh, oh, <laughs> I can't. I man, he he he. Yeah, good job. Uh, can we give him the official natural stamp, organic? Or FDA, EDA approved. Yeah, me. Is that an insult, though? No, I don't think so. You know who else looked natural is um, uh, Colt Mertens. He's pretty jacked. He did. I agree. I he crazy jacked. But but I saw guys there that I don't think like I saw him there. Uh, I saw people there that did not look like him. Body that. Like when I saw him next to other bodies, I was like, "Oh, okay. I think maybe that's what uh, supplementation looks like. Performance enhancing drug supplementation looks like." Is that something that you would have said no a year or two ago? No, no I'm completely educated by <laughs> Andrew Hiller. I know, I know what you mean. Col- yeah. Colton's got a look where you can just tell that it's labor. Yeah, he, he looks like a dude who, yeah, who. He got like the best beach body in the world, but he does. But but there were dudes there that had muscles on top of muscles on top of like weird angles to their muscles too, like sharp corners and shit. And do you, do you care to share? No. <laughs> but maybe, no. maybe a. Uh, no, I am no. I am no doctor. I only play one on the Seven podcast. Maybe an age group we can point out in particular. Oh yeah, the Masters guys for sure look like. I mean, that's that's no. That's no secret that the Masters guys um, always look way more jacked than the young guys, but even and uh, even at the CrossFit Games. I told you the story. I think I've said it on here before. Uh, one of the Masters athletes who was in the 35 to 39 was in the mm-hmm. warm-up corral, and they go age group, age group, age group. And this person goes to everyone around him, told me the story retroactively. God, I can't wait until I get 40 or 44 years old. That's what I'm going to look like. <laughs> how, how come How come you didn't look like that when you were on TRT? You weren't on it long enough or you didn't do enough? Or how come you didn't look like that? How dare you? I thought I looked I'm, great. You did look great. You looked like you looked really buffed. You started getting, I mean, your chest was really rounded. But some of those guys are just like. I would say it's probably that, yeah. I mean, the longer you spend on it, the more time you've got to build that muscle. Speaking yeah, was, of muscle. It was a trip. What's up? Hey, dude. How are you? Look at this, dude. Can y'all hear that? What? I do hear that. Whose phone is that? It's not mine. It's not me. That's the computer I'm on. Sorry. Hey, Jason, you look natural as fuck. You you don't look sauced up at all, dude. You look just like a fucking... You look natty, brother. Brother, natty. Natural, dude. Look at you. Natural. How y'all been, man? Dude, living the dream. It's been a uh, it's been a minute since I've been on here. When was the last time, Savon? December third, two thousand twenty-one, <laughs> at nine fifty-two a.m. You hit end conversation, and you were gone forever. No, I made that up. I don't know. That was good. <laughs> I mean, that sounds about right. Hey, it was really seeing you at the games was the first time I saw you in person, dude. That was nice. I really, I liked you way more than I thought I did. I thought, I thought you were going to be like an eight out of 10. You're in a fucking 11, dude. You dude, put, the love, you put the love, you put the love on me. You put the I love was on so me. I thrown off when I saw you, dude. Why is that? Not, 
I was just not expecting you to be so tiny. Really? That really that's I'm that small, right? Dude, you're you're so tiny, dude. Do you think I've started shrinking? Do you look at me like, oh, he's one of those old guys that's already started getting smaller? Do you think I was always I know you didn't know me before. Do you think I was always this small? Uh, I mean, I think you were always that small. I just kind of never knew because all I all I've ever known <laughs> is this right here. You know, your face up close to the camera. So when I saw you, yeah. I was just like, what what? You wanted so, to just pick me up and throw me in your duffel? You were just so petite, man. Oh, oh, come on. We were doing so good. We were doing petite well. is a strong word. It's all he's, he's getting back at you for saying that he didn't look like he was on oh, stereo. We were doing so insult. good. We were doing so good. Um where did you go? Why was it so hard to get you back on the show for so long? Where did you go? Tell me about your 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 disappearance. Um is it my fault? No. Um, no, not my fault. I think you know, I have a tendency to say some crazy things. Um, and you know, I think it's easy for people to use what I say against me. Um, and so it was just best for me to, you know, I, I think go like go dark, if you will, just like staying outside the off the media and and just doing my own thing. And you know, I took that course, and you know, it was a good course to take for that time. And um, yeah, I wanted to give it a try again. Not to say anything like it, our, our conversations weren't bad. It was just, you know, I probably in that time I probably shared some things, said some things, you know, whether it was like to the extreme or, you know, silly stuff like my body weight is, you know, 3% or something like that. Um, everything I say, you know, it could just be used against me so easily. So I didn't even want that stress or, you know, insecurity to be something I had to deal with. And so I just, you know, said no to it altogether. And not even used against you, just repeated. Right. So then you had, anytime you talk publicly, someone's going to misunderstand you. Yeah, for so sure. So for you, you might be like, hey, I'm 4% body fat. And then mm -hmm. Andrew makes a video that says you're you're seven or whatever he ends up saying. And to all to me, it's no big deal. It's like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? But other people then all of a sudden are kind of like trying to weaponize it. And you're like, okay, enough already. Jesus Christ, who cares? Yeah. And you're like, so you're so I'm, just not say, I'm just not going to say anything publicly. So I don't have to deal with any of the echoes. Yeah, I just kind of you just wanted to do my own thing and, you know, let y'all do y'all's. Yeah. Well we, well, we missed you. Our show depends on you coming on. We need you to come on. Stop that. You, 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 cut, in, you cut into the bottom line. Um, I, I want to go back a, a second um, to your when you, when you became part of HWPO, Hard Work Pays Off, uh, yep. Matt Fraser's program. Are you still doing that training program? Yep. It, tell, go back. What year was it that – was it at a semifinal you ran into him? And then you guys started kindling a, a, a relationship. Yeah, I met him at uh, I met him in Vegas in 2021, and he wasn't he didn't have a, necessarily like any sort of like coaching responsibilities going into the games. And the, the games happened. I came in 19th that year, and then I, you know, took it upon myself to ask him over and over and over um, for him to, you know, have more investment into my you know, journey. And I think begging him over and over kind of was like, okay, I'll give you, you know, a little bit more than I, you know, have been able to. Um, and then once he's, once Mal kind of came on, you know, he was like, okay, I'm 
just going to coach full time. And, and what year was that? That was after, that was in 2021 still. 21. Okay. And that was after the games in 2021? Yeah, after the games. And then there was that little um, two month um, window of me just kind of working with HWPO for a little bit. Um, and then after Rogue was when Mal, I think Mal came on and he started really, you know, coaching full time. And then, and then when, when did you decide to move up there and how did that work? Because the last time I had talked to you, you had some good things happening in your life. Basically, you were working at a church and training for the CrossFit Games, and then you were able to work out full time and you got a new place. And that was a long time ago. And basically, from what you told me and what Taylor told me and JR told me, that you were real like homebody. I mean, not that you wanted to stay at home, but you wanted to stay around your family, your friends, you liked your city. And, and I think you had even told me on the show, there's no, nothing could pull you out of there. Like no fucking way. Are you traveling anywhere? You're going to yeah. train there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, but, so. but you didn't, but you, but you, you, you kind of, you, you broke out of that dogmatic mold and you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go. Well, right? I also thought that it was like the next step, honestly. So like when I came in seventh, you know, uh, in 2022, everybody that kind of beat me, most of them, not all of them, most of them all like trained remotely with a coach and so i saw mal have you know a great result from the games training you know with matt every single day and so i guess the next step for me mentally was like okay i just need to like go somewhere with matt and just like almost put everything else on the altar sacrifice everything else for this little time and and just like give a hundred percent to the sport to get to get what I want out of it. And then, because I would go up, there's, there's an accountability. There's a standard that is held whenever you're with your coach. I mean, when I'm here training by myself, I mean, I have no one to hold me accountable. I come to the gym whenever I want. Um, you know, I leave whenever I want. I can, you know, be a little lazy here and there. But whenever, whenever you're up there, I mean, Matt's like, dude, he's to the book. Um, so working out with him and Mal, it was like, all right, we're here at this time. We're going to sleep at this time. We're out of the gym for session one at this time. We're in for session two at this time. It's like, bam, bam, bam. Um, and the accountability, the the standard was just so high um, being up there. And I would experience this every time I just traveled up there here and there. And so I would experience this. And, and then and also the feedback, you know, Matt's like brilliant. And I didn't have that much feedback being, you know, here. Um, and so that everyday feedback was just like so good. And then, um, yeah, so I'll go up there every now and then. And then I decided, hey, like this is the next step for me in order to get to where I want to be in the sport. And was it a tough decision? Who helped you make it? Was your wife cool with it? What about her job? What about was, your new place you at got? At the same time, like, like you said, like I knew I was a homebody. So it was extremely hard, you know, like I rely a lot on my friends. I rely a lot of on my faith i rely a lot on you know the community and greenville in general you know i love greenville south carolina and i love all the things about home and you know moving away it was tough because i was basically just like saying you know hell hell to this all you know for a little bit and and just going for it and because that you you hear that mantra like champions don't have balance and i kind of just took that on like i had to you know, see if that was true or not. And, you know, I came away with a 
a different perspective on that. I think I, you know, I think champions, I think it's different for everybody. You know, for Matt, it's kind of, he was able to, you know, move to Tennessee or, you know, sacrifice a lot for, to get to where he want. And for me, he's, he's an introvert. I'm an extrovert. I have a, a ton of friends here. Um, you know, I rely on a, a ton of people to, you know, give me joy and, you know, give me a balanced life. And, you know, there's other priorities in my life and I relied on that kind of sacrificed all that and pay the price. Um, I have to, have, I just have to have balance. And I, and I, I wouldn't have learned that or got to that space of like realizing that unless I had, you know, spent six months in Vermont. Look, I just put your Instagram down there for you. Thanks. Good dude. Um, when you went, did, did you just say to your wife, Hey, let's go. And, uh, and it was that easy. Uh, Eaton Beaver, uh, good morning, Mr. Hopper. Good morning. Um, no, good morning, good morning Eaton Beaver. Um, it was probably a harder decision for her, you know, simply would you because have gone, I would you have gone without her? No, no. Um, it was hard. It was harder for her because, you know, she's not the one actually doing the sport. And so I'm like dragging her away from everything she knows here. And you live with that burden, you know, like every day when things are, you're, you know, four months in, we're not hanging out a lot in Vermont because I'm, you know, six feet deep in games training. And whenever I do get a break, I don't want to hang out because I'm tired. And, you know, all that emotionally takes a, you know, it's a huge weight and it's a big burden. And then you feel bad that, you know, you drug her out here uh, for your sport. And then, I mean, it was tough. It was tough emotionally. It was tough all around, you know, home life and gym life. Jason, isn't that what part of being the best is about? Um, uh, being a um, People say the word selfish. I don't like that word. It's not selfish. Being focused on yourself. And then if you want to be with someone who's going to do something great, accepting that and just being thankful you have a front row seat. Like, doesn't your wife just have to just be like, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. This is a front row seat. This is what he, I want to be around greatness. I mean, she is already completely selfless in my yeah. life. Um, awesome. I mean, she has sacrificed so much for this, for this career of mine. Um, I mean, she is the, without her, I couldn't do any of this um, to the level that I'm doing it. And so there, there is a yes. Um, like in a sense, be willing to, you know, sacrifice a lot for this. But at the same time, like there's, there's a line, like we have values in our life. Like we have friends, this, this sport isn't the number one priority. Like money isn't the number one priority in our life. Like there is definitely a cutoff of like how much we could sacrifice and how much we should sacrifice in order to like be as best as we can in this space. I mean, it's cool. It would be really cool to, to win the CrossFit games or, you know, be on the podium. But if that means like putting everything else on the altar and like sacrificing everything to the point where that's going to affect me and my wife's marriage, then I don't need that. I don't even want that. Can you give me an example of something that comes before training? Um, I'm going to judge you no matter what you say. I apologize. Well, my marriage comes well. Well, give me, but but what do you mean by that? Like your marriage? Um, It means that I, when you know thursday comes around and i'm dead tired and Mm -hmm. i come home from training and all i want to do is sleep and 
because I put all my energy into training or that training week or all that stuff. And I, I come home and I'm giving my wife leftovers and I'm like, Hey, I just want to lay here and watch TV. That's not serving her, you know, the best way I could possibly be serving her. That's not loving her. That's not, you know, there's at the same time, like there's energies, there's a, there's an amount of energy that I have to be able to allocate for each of these priorities in my life. If I just go all in on training, then I'm not going to want to do anything else. You know, I'm not going to want to go on a date with my wife. I'm not going to want to, you know, hang out with my friends. I'm not going to want to, you know, put effort into anything else because it's just all in one basket. And that's what like that, that's like the champions have no no balance mantra is just like, hey, it's all in on on this basket. And for me, I just don't roll that way. I have values. I want to give my effort and, and energies to, you know, other things in my life. And I mean, if, you know, I don't get the results that I want on the on a competition floor because of that, then I'm OK to live with that. Tyler, good morning, Jason. <laughs> um, when, when you how how long were you up there in Vermont? Five months. And how close was your bed to the uh, weights? Not far. Not far. No, actually, okay. it was probably you know fifteen minutes. A fifteen minute drive. Yeah, I was in a I was in a sketchy part of Burlington. And do, is there a sketchy part of Burlington? There's one road. It's pretty sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> one road. Um, um, uh, Blade Walker, uh, Sevon, um, imagine uh, having a goal that pulled you away from playing with your kids for about six months straight. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't doing that. Yep. There's, there's, there's no way I'm doing that. But that is, but that is my goal, though. That is where my life's out of balance. Where? With my attention to my kids. Hopper, seeing you interact this weekend at the uh, Crash Crucible with the entire gang, it seems as if that would be something that would very strongly impact you if you were to not have that. Being around Taylor and JR and just everybody around you, just that community of people, it seemed to be something that gave you a lot of energy. It did. Um, Like I said, like I've been saying, a big friend guy been big family guy like i'm a big extrovert like having fun um and just without that it kind of just you know sucks the life out of me like i almost get life i almost get joy and like energy being around people and when i'm not saying like you know jake and matt and the people in vermont weren't like fun to hang around but we're completely different people you know at heart (laughs) you know Uh, me and matt are completely different you know we just we're 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 good in a gym together but we can't just like be best friends you know um and so there's a there is a a joy that i get being here in greenville with my friends who i've spent my entire life with and that i know personally um and it's just it gives me life man and then i need that you did what say is- extrovert versus introvert, and I think that's a really good way to put it. I mean, hanging out with Taylor, he's just uh, – he's like over the top of you the entire time. Yeah. And he's, he's awesome, and I'm just sitting there my whole – holy hell, and then I see you two together, and you're bouncing off one another really well. It's cool. I also think that, like, being up in Vermont was – I mean, it was it was an amazing experience for sure. Um, but Matt is one of the most serious people I've ever met. Um, and – 
Mal is one also one of the most serious people I've ever met. And so like, I am like almost the opposite. I'm like, you know, this let's have fun. Like let's, let's lock in when we need to lock in. But like when we're not locked in, I mean, we can enjoy life and, you know, be a little wild. And it was, it was just, uh, it was tough because, you know, I was there. I was always around seriousness all the time. And I mean, that's what made them great and got the results that they wanted. And, you know, in the space because they were so like locked in all the time on what they wanted. And I just, I have to, it kind of goes back to everything. Like I've been saying, it's just like, I, I, in order for me to do well in this sport, like I lock in when I need to lock in, but also have to, you know, step back and be like, Hey, this is CrossFit. It's not that at the end of the day, it's just a sport. And it's not even that big of a sport um, for me to, you know, give my entire life to like, there's, bigger and better things to do in this life than you know work out um and so just like stepping back and like having fun and enjoying life and you know not training on this day or not getting out of the the gym a little early to you know go play golf with a friend because he asked like that's the stuff i'm willing to do um that yeah might you know mess up the results in the end of the day but that's something i'm going to look for look back on in 50 years and, and not regret does that I wonder sort of what thing- Matt learned from coaching you. Sorry, Hiller. I wonder. I wonder if he changed his style at all. From like, he, it's a pr- pretty wild year for him, right? First year coach, like coaching has you and Mal up there. Mal ends up taking the year off. You end up coming back to uh, South Carolina. It must have been a pretty wild year for him too, like like a whole rethinking. I mean, you're part of his experiment too, right? I mean, he was the greatest ever who did it, but he was not the greatest coach ever who did it. I mean, I'm sure he has a bunch of takeaways. Um, honestly, when I got done after the games, I came home. He has baby, so we haven't really had much of a debrief about what he's been he's been feeling about the whole situation. What happened? No, we, we we definitely have talked. Don't don't get me wrong. We definitely have talked. They're, uh, they, they're fighting people. They're they're not talking and they're fighting. That's the takeaway. <laughs> so you guys aren't fighting. You guys aren't fighting, right? We haven't talked since the uh, games. No, we definitely talked. We had our debrief. And in, in, in you're and you're not. It's not like you're you're not fighting with them. No, no. Um. W- w- uh. There were there were a couple interesting things here. Uh. What did Will T say? Uh. Love having a uh, Hopper uh, back on the show. Uh. That that wasn't interesting. That's just a fact. Mal was so locked in that she had to take a year off. <laughs> well, I was I was gonna ask if doing stuff like that made you feel anywhere similar. Uh, burnt out, just not being in your environment, maybe the pressure of just being so locked in. Yeah, I mean. is that Does that have anything to do with you think you're placing this year? I mean, I, I kind of look at it as if you had you were building a house and then you go to HWPO and then you're trying to build the house really fast and then you kick over the gas can in year one. It's like, holy hell, this is a great fire. And then you have this great finishing at the games and then the next year comes along and you're like, well, now all I got are these ashes. And you, you, where'd you finish? 30 something this year? Yeah, 31st. 31st. So I, I was wondering if you kind of burnt, burnt the fire too hot and it kind of caught up to you. Um, so, or another way to ask, what the fuck happened this year? <laughs> um, well, one, I take complete ownership and as to what happened. It's, it's no one's fault but mine. Um, 
I think there are some things, you know, looking back that I would have changed and I think would absolutely have resulted in a better uh, result. For one, um, Vermont was extremely tough on me emotionally. And it got to a point where I just wasn't, you know, as happy as I am now. And, um, you know, that takes a, that takes a toll on you as, as a performer. I mean, if you're not happy where you are, how do you expect me to, you know, go to a gym every single day and, you know, go to this crazy headspace that is required in the sport and, and prosper, you know? And so, um, it was tough being in Vermont. And, and I'm, like I said, like there were so many things that I said no to for in that little, you know, five month span that it just took a toll on me emotionally. And I felt like I was just, I was getting super fit. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I was, I was fitter than I had ever been in those five months. Um, but I just wasn't emotionally healthy and it got to a point where there were some injuries. Um, I had some strains and there were some things that I couldn't do. I had, um, I had some things wrong, you know, on my shin that, you know, stopped me from running for like, you know, the last month of games training, I had a, a forearm strain. Like there was, there was like these things nagging around that didn't stop me from training. It just stopped me from doing certain things to the, the intensity that I would have liked. Um, and so all that to say is like, when I got to the games, I was, super beat up and burnt out emotionally, physically. Um, and like, I knew I, I, it's not like I went into the games thinking like, Oh man, this is about to be like a crap show. I'm about to like, you know, burn the, like burn this thing all, all, all up. Like I actually thought I was going to do well. It's just like looking back on it, like hindsight, like looking back after the games at the whole entire situation, the entire six months, it's like, okay, like I wasn't as healthy as I probably would have liked to be like to been um, emotionally, you know, spiritually, physically. I mean, it was just a, it was just a, like a toll um, all the way through and then just got worse. And then, yeah. Without like coming the, home, what could you have done different, Jason, without coming what? home? Was there something you could have done different there? So you're saying basically your gymnastics, your strength, your conditioning was all on point. There were some injuries, but what does it mean? You're emotionally burnt out. Like what, like, what is that? You just I just gave I just, I just I just I just gave I just gave way too much, um, and I was living at that eighty percent line, you know, every single day. There was never the intensities were never one hundred percent. You know, I was always walking to the gym, you know, beat up from the day before, like beat up from. I, I mean. Did he was, know? Did Fraser know? Did your coaches know? Did Marconi yeah, know? Yeah, they knew. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, knew. there were days where I had to take like three days off at the same, like at one point in a row, like leading up to the games, like I think a week before, two weeks before the games, I like had to take like three days off. Um, I mean, it was, it was tough. I mean, there were some things that I, I could not do. Um, like I, I was doing rowing intervals one day and, you know, pulling 150. I couldn't pull 150 on a rower. Um, and it was just tough. Like I, there was, there was days where I was just, I did not want to be in the gym. Um, and I kind of just thought like, 
oh, this is like how it's supposed to be. You know, this is, you know, games training. You, you know, deload on, you know, the, the week before and then you're going to be prime ready to go. Um, but hindsight, man, I, I look, I look back and it's just, it was, I was never really, you know, thriving there all around. Like there was, I mean, it was, it was a good time. Like I enjoyed my time there. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't, don't think that I went to the gym every day. Like, Oh my goodness. I don't want to be here. Like, that's not the case. Um, it just wasn't, I just wasn't as healthy as I am now all around in every, every aspect of my life. I heard you say you gave too much by saying no a lot. That, that's, is that correct? Are you, you, I connected a couple of different thoughts there. You said that you gave too much and it kind of took away because you had to say no a lot. And it really wasn't so, like all you had to do was train. So if it wasn't in relation to training, it was a no. It, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah. So, I mean, it, it was tough. I mean, you don't really understand my, you can't really understand how I felt unless you were like actually in my shoes, you know, like I, I saw my, my wife struggling to be there and, you know, it was, it was, we were taken away from all that we've known here in South Carolina. And, um, it was just tough. When, when you, are you just like crazy excited to be back home? Yeah, man. I mean, we got here. I drove here like right after the games. And I just like, I remember driving into town and I was like, just crying. Just wow. Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't, I've never, like I, I don't appreciate where like home, you know, as much. You know, I I don't appreciate home, um, like to the to the effect that I do now. Like I had to just, I had to leave for a second to yeah really yeah um, totally and yeah I mean I remember just like being away and just like me like missing everything about Greenville and South Carolina and uh, I mean. Coming back is it's been awesome. Are you training right now for the games already for the 2024 games? I'm not. Um, I'm actually, to be honest with you, still trying to get over like the the burnout of the the past six months. So you're not you're you. But when I saw you this weekend, and you were, um, you seem like maybe you 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 wish you were competing. That was mischaracterization. No, you were happy just to be there as a as a yeah. spectator. Yeah, I was happy to be there as a spectator. Yeah, I'm, ex I'm excited. For rogue. I'm excited for Rogue. What? You'll you'll be a Rogue, so you've got to be in some sort of shape for Rogue training for Rogue. I mean, we hope. <laughs> you said you weren't training for the games, but I'm assuming you'll be ready for Rogue. Yeah, I'm not training for the games, but I I've been training for Rogue. I don't understand, but hold on, Jason, you had to qualify for Rogue. I did, so I. So you must be in great shape. That's what's not a cakewalk. I mean, I'm in shape. <laughs> um, I got back from the games and we had like, I don't know. I think the qualifier was like August 20 something. So I had like two weeks. I'm not going to lose fitness in, in two weeks. Um, it takes like four weeks and then you're going to actually start feeling it. And so when I got back, I took a week off. And then once that week was up, I did some stuff at the gym um, and then did the qualifier and made it barely. 
Um, you you in peak condition and, and like ready. Like how, how what percentage off do you think you were off for for at the games? You think you were like at ninety five percent and you needed to be a hundred percent? I don't know what the game man, the dude. I mean, I came in last on a run on a run workout. You know, like there was something that was like. It's not like I went into into any of those workouts thinking, um, like I'm gonna, you know, crap a bed on purpose. Like I actually gave my all in every single, in every single workout. Like, you know, went all out, and for some reason, like I just didn't have the juice. I didn't, I just didn't feel like I ever had the the right intensity to do those workouts. Like I have been before. Like the for the last workout, for example, like Helen learn muscle ups and run. I mean, that was most of that workout was most of that workout was depending on how good of a runner you are. Um, and I mean, I came in last in a run workout, but at rogue, you know, last year I went a trail run. So it's kind of just like what, what makes sense of it, you know? And I just, at the end of the day, like at the games, I just did not have that, the right intensity. I didn't. Did, did you know? Did you know when you were there, like before the game started, was it like one of those dreams where you're fighting someone and you can't punch them? Were you like, oh, fuck, I'm at the games and I don't want to be here? Was it like that? No, I think I – no, I think it all hit me after the second event when we did the pig flip. Um, yeah. I mean, I was out there and, I mean, I couldn't – I mean, I think Roman got off the the last set of uh, toes the bar – or chest bar, one of whatever they were, um, right before me, him and Lazar, and then me and Pat were right next to each other. So we got to the pig, um, and we were like, me and Pat were like three and four, and I was like, oh, like this will be easy, you know? It's a pig, and I just remember like that pig made me look small. Uh, <laughs> I I, couldn't, I I just could not flip that pig, um, and I just like looking back, like or like getting getting done with that workout, like. There was a there. I just didn't have that capacity for that, like that that moment. Like I didn't have that intensity, the right intensity for. It's not like I didn't pace it right. Like I paced it right. Um, I did everything I needed to do. Um, there, I just didn't. I didn't have the. I didn't have that that intensity that I needed to be able to finish that workout and get the result that I know I should have probably. And so, like that was one example. And then every workout like that is like. Like, why, why is my body not, you know, like doing what it's supposed to be doing? Why is it not putting on paper what it's, you know, what it's supposed to be, you know? Um, like there's no, reason, there's no reason I should be coming in last on a Helen run workout. There's no reason I should be, you know, coming in the middle of the pack on a ski and 200 pound sandbag squat. Like there's like, there's no reason like my body is, you know, not putting not give me what it it ought to be. Every time you put yourself on the line, going back to the first question you um from the podcast, like where were you for the last two years? Look at so this person puts this person writes Jason stupid to talk on Sevon. It'll all be taken against him and his coaches. Then the Judy Reed wrote, "Oh my God, I like uh, Jason more than ever. I'm starting to cry." Then Vindicate wrote, "Wow, I'm uh, this is honestly." making me an even bigger fan of you like that that's gonna always there's always gonna be all of that every time you put yourself on the line right yeah yeah um yeah. but it's easy to you know not look at the the what the good people have to say um, and just look at what the bad people say yeah. 
it's easy to look at these bad comments yeah. and, and say, oh, wow, they might be right. And not, and just glance over the, the comments that you might like, you know? And so, yeah, man. You do know the only person who knows the truth is you though. Oh yeah. Like I don't, I don't have the comment. And that's kind of like what I had to like, you know, learn over like last two years, not being on the show is like, I don't have the comments turned on. So I don't really see what anybody's saying. Um, but I see that there's almost 400 comments. Um, but I feel like there's, there was a time, you know, two years ago where I relied deeply on what people thought of me, you know, like I always cared about what people had to say. I wanted to be a fan favorite. You know, I didn't want people to think any sort of like ill things about me. And at the end of the day, like that's life. And I put myself in a position to be, um, at the top of this sport and to be criticized. And I mean, that's just the, the sport I chose. And, I gotta be okay with that. But I rely, I I like, I let those comments like solidify something in my heart that they, I mean, I'll never meet these people. I'll never meet, I would never meet the people that have that say these bad things. You know, you you might meet a couple. I might meet a couple. Um, But I'm sure like if somebody said something bad, like I'll I'll never actually meet that person. Or even if I do, it's like a, hey, how are you doing? You know? And so like I, I, I get, I, I, I give those comments so much weight and they don't deserve that so much weight what does deserve weight is the thoughts my friends have, have about me what the thoughts my wife has about me what thoughts like the people that i do life with have about me if they said something like that then i'll probably check it but if i'm not going to check some random comment of some you know dude who is is watching this podcast um and has something you know something to say about me like it, i'm not going to give that much weight to it well, there's going to be a bucket of people who are interested in you, and they're going to they're going to be be the whole gamut. The what? There's going to be this bucket of people who are interested in what you're saying and what your career is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. And, yeah. and it's going to be a whole. There's red ants in there, black ants in there, little ants in there, big ants in there. There's harvester ants in there. It's just a bucket full of fucking all the different ants, and you kind of just got to accept them all. But yeah. hopefully, there's a few in there that like think you're nice and like learn some scripture from you and think you're funny and like and like uh, and like when they come through greenville they want to work out with you hopefully there's a few but dude clearly you're a huge draw your dish you're clear i mean there's 500 people watching now so clearly like people people there's something about you that people want to know about now now what you don't want to be is like one of those train wreck people like there's people we know out there who have fucking a million instagram followers but we know 900,000 of them are watching because it's a, they want to see the train wreck. So at least, <laughs> at least you haven't, at least, well, at, least, who? Who? At, least, <laughs> at least you haven't crossed over into that space, Jason. I don't think anyone views you as a train wreck. So that's good. No. Uh, uh, Miss Riddell, uh, was he actually ever told not to do something or was he just advised to not do certain things if he wanted to be the best? I'm not sure I understand the question. Do you understand the question? No, I don't. Um, how deep does the coaching go? Like, let me try to figure out what she's saying. Is there like a protocol? Hey, you need to be in, you need to get eight hours of sleep every night. You need to make sure you, is there a nutrition program? Like how deep does the coaching go? I mean, not that deep. I mean, I mean, it's, it's like an unspoken thing that you need to be sleeping, that you need to be taking care of your diet. I mean, you need to show up on time. Yeah. You show up on time. Don't be late. Um, I mean, 
expectations we're, we're, of you. We're, we're grown here. Like we can handle our own things. Um, they don't need to baby us. There, uh, there was when uh, Shane and the guy Nick Johnston uh, were on Pedro's podcast. There was sort of this. Re- they were reflecting on their years past, and one of the things they came up with was is that they wanted to be more clear with their athletes what they expected from their athletes. Was it always pretty clear what you were expected from at HWPO? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah, it was winner go home. It was. <laughs> <laughs> um, they didn't. Where where I place is is it doesn't mean that much to them, you know. Like it does, but it doesn't. Like they really just want to see me go out there and and give my best and and walk off and and be happy about you know whatever I just showcased on the floor, and that's all they care about. Preparing me to be my best to do it. Um, at the level that I'm able to, um, it sucks when we train really hard and we, you know, put all this effort in and we don't necessarily reap the re- like the reward that we probably thought we were going to get. That's kind of when that's, that's, that's tough to, that's a tough pill to swallow. You, you don't come across, you seemed in good spirits at the games when I saw you. Were you in good spirits or was that just a facade? Well, we saw each other at different times. The one I was crying or the one I was smiling. Oh no, I didn't see <laughs> no, no, I didn't see you So so you hated it. You hated the games. You hated your no, performance. You were pissed. No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. What what part are you talking about? The part where we hadn't done an event yet? Uh, no, just uh, didn't I see you? Didn't I see you after the games, like it like maybe on the last day in the uh, parking lot? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, we saw each other every single day. Okay, good. After every single event. Um, okay. I think after the last day, I had been cut for two days already at that point, and mm-hmm. so there was some there was some already uh, things going like me 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 being able to like sit down and process all my thoughts. So, and not like, I mean, that was forty eight hours later after I got cut. Like, I'm not going to be wallowing. In, in, in this pity still at that point so you're I'm not gonna, wallowing at all still you're not wallowing not at now at all no you're no, over no, no you're over it yeah, over have it. you turned any of it into fuel or motivation um i just have this understanding that you know it's sport you know like people have bad days and i mean all the every champion in in the book has had a bad day for us we don't necessarily get to perform that that often so it's tough to you know have a bad event and then you know come back a year Mm. later because it's just like dang i have a whole year before i can like you know bounce back um but for most sports it's you have a bad game you come back the next week or you have a bad golf tournament you get cut you come back you win the next the next weekend you know so it's it doesn't necessarily add fuel because i know i know my worth and i know where i stand in the sport like i have a i have a resume of coming at least in you know top 10 in a lot of these competitions so there isn't necessarily like this this lack of confidence that i'm dealing with now like there it's more just like an understanding of this that weekend just wasn't you know a good weekend for me and i'll get another opportunity and we'll, we'll move forward uh, Wad Zombie, she's asking, did he just put? Did 
did he just put everything aside to train on his own or was he instructed to put the training first? And then she clarifies, for instance, come on this podcast. Like, were you told, hey, don't do podcasts, don't do this, don't do that? I was pro. I was. I was definitely told by outside sources um, to to not come on this podcast. Not to. Who? <laughs> it was me. It was me. No, Matt. Matt never told me not to come on this podcast. It was more people, you know. In like my, your, in my, like your pastor. Like your pastor. <laughs> my pastor. Um, it was probably hey, like me coming up to my wife one day after me saying something, and being like, hey. I feel pretty crappy because this person saying this, this thing about a comment that I made on the Savon podcast. And my wife says, Hey, it's probably not wise that you're, you go on there anytime soon right now. Um, well, I was feeling crappy that you wouldn't come on here. I mean, like, it has, it has, I, so it, I got it my own less, issues. less to do with you and more, more of me. Like I, I no, it had everything to do one. with me. Don't change my story. <laughs> uh, you, it's me. One of them. <laughs> what? It's one of those, it's not you, it's me. It's like when you're breaking <laughs> up with somebody. Yeah. Um, but now we're good, we're good, we're good. Hey, can I ask about your Instagram? Yeah, what about it? After the games, there were some changes made. Uh, you used to have Nike and HWPO up in your bio. I, I don't see those things. It says uh, Tier, Rain, Go Wad, Compax. Okay. Um, well, for one, I no longer work with Nike. And two, HWP was never in my bio. Oh, can you, can you confirm oh, that? <laughs> nice try, nice try, Hillary. All never. right, well, I, I, I gotta go and uh, destroy my sources then. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Uh, how how is that? How is that? Um, was that seamless tier? Did it just go straight from Nike to tier? And how is that? You like that? Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I worked with Nike for two years, and then my contract was over on. The last day of September, and you know, I've been in the works with Tier and got to know those guys over there, so it was very seamless. Um, I like their stuff. I like I like what they're doing, and I'm excited to work with them. What's Tier doing? They've they've just taken over the sport. They got everyone right. They're just all in. Just about. I don't know who they don't have and do have, um, but I'll see a lot of Tier everywhere. Um, you think they're going to be the title sponsor? Maybe. Um, do you know I, know anything? Inv- I know they're investing a lot into the space for sure. Do you, do you know anything? Do you have any insights? No, I don't. Are you upset that you're going to miss out on Nike's new line of training equipment? <laughs> Dude, well, I, I saw think that. it looks ugly as hell, but what I think it looks ugly. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Okay, not a fan. So you're, so you're not sad. Yeah, this stuff right here. Look at that thing. I do not how, many, think how many people do y'all normally have on these lives? Uh, 50. You're lying. Uh, Wad Zombie, Jason, please don't ever take a break from the community again. There's 500 people watching for a reason. We love to hear from you. Well, just to let y'all know, um, mm-hmm. it's been 45 minutes, and Savon's told me I only had 45 minutes, so he's going to kick me <laughs> off. The, the, oh. thing is, the thing is, is the last time he's on the show, he, he didn't talk. It was like pulling teeth. And th- today, he's the chatty Kathy. He didn't I told line you him I him, man. I told you I came out of my show. We got 10 more minutes. Hunter can wait. He did some of that South Carolina meth, the pink stuff or something, before he came on the show. That's yeah. what that stuff was? 
what do you did you what do you mean you bloom by the way too you, i mean clearly you you are uh you seem super settled you always seem so happy go lucky to me it's crazy to me how well you hid that any of that stuff bothered you you look unbotherable um, um i picture well, you just living in a small town that your stoplight's broken and nothing bothers you and if anything anyone calls you you're like whatever and you just go lift something heavy like that's kind of that's, that's true, the vibe that's i get true. from you that's yeah. true because well for one it has to go, it has to go back to my worldview i'm a, obviously a christian and mm -hmm. um i believe that um jesus is you know lord and i live by that value alone and so everything else compared to that is kind of irrelevant you know like crossfit and jesus are not on the same pedestal you know and so for me when things are you know going bad in one area of my life whether that be you know training or whether that be you know money or whatever it may be like it has like i have everything i need in in the lord like absolutely everything i know that kind of sounds cliche to say like oh my goodness like what does that even mean like that's kind of like um like no one really understands what that means and and it's, it's really simple like i don't need crossfit to to be happy i don't need crossfit to live i don't need crossfit to be successful i don't need validation from anybody else i have everything i need in jesus and i can live my life and i can go through every single day um good or bad um things taken away things given to me like it doesn't matter like life is going to be okay um because jesus reigns and he's lord and he satisfies every aspect of my heart. And so there's no, there's no, like, I'm not, I don't have a hole in my heart that I'm trying to fill with anything else. So like when things go poorly or sport, you know, doesn't end up like how I, how I want it to like Jesus is, is my rock. Like I find my delight in him, not in, you know, the, the recognition I get on social media or the winning event and the, the, the amazing emotional roller coaster that that brings like none of that is worth anything compared to um being loved by the lord and i know that sound like only people who like are walking in that would truly understand that but that's that's my life like that's my value and so every jesus is the umbrella and everything else falls under that and so i'm not giving weight to to all these other things that are minimal. Like at the end of the day, like I'm going to spend eternity with Jesus and I'm going to look back on my life and I'm going to remember the moments I had with him. And I'm going to remember the moments I had with my friends and my family and my wife and all these things that have way more value one day, my kids and CrossFit's going to be such a, a tiny piece of that, that I don't want to give, I just don't want to give as much value and worth to the sport that it doesn't deserve. It's not an idol. I don't want to give it. This is not an idol in my life. Let me ask you this. Sorry. Were you not fitting? Do you think that maybe you weren't with like-minded people up there since that's so heavily, that's, that's such a huge part of your life right there? No, they, they, they knew they knew where I stood. Um, but, but do you think that you need to be around other people who also have that same? Um, 
I mean, I, I know is Matt religious? I know he has the Serenity Prayer right uh, tattooed on his arm or something. Is he religious? Did you ever go to church with him? No. Did you no. pray with him? No. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily. Yes, you need people in your life that are like walking. Dude, you worked at a church the first time I interviewed you. I interviewed you from a church you were working at. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that. Um, what I'm saying is, I don't need. Like I have a strong enough base in the Lord to like not necessarily um, have to be in the, a training environment with a bunch of people like that. Like obviously, there's people in my life that I need 100% who are walking in that in those ways. Like you don't um, like I, I I need my best friends to also hold me accountable. I need to go to church and, you know, spend time with other believers and, and, you know, us strengthen each other. Um, but I don't need to put myself in those situations a hundred percent of the time. Uh, good, goodwill racing. Oh, okay, man needs to, okay, man needs to end up in Cookville at mayhem. That, that also is in Greenville. That also from, isn't from, 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 yeah, like like apparently he's like Superman. The further away he gets from the sun, the the less powerful he is. So he's got to spend time in Greenville to get his superpowers back. Did you feel uh, yourself? I've heard. Did, did you feel about, yourself? Talking about me? Yeah. Talking about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like Superman. The further you, you get your power from your central location. I yeah. Think. Wasn't exactly. Superman from Greenville? That, Was he from true. Greenville? Smallville. Smallville. I don't know. That's a TV that's true. show. Um, and so I just want to at the end of the day, like. I, I, I'd be lying if I said the last six months didn't draw me away from the things that I valued most in life. And I put CrossFit way above anything else on a pedestal that it doesn't belong. And I think, um, you know, looking back, I would just prioritize a little bit differently and maybe it would have given me a better result of the games. Maybe it would have, you know, I still would have got cut, but I do know this. I would have been emotionally, physically, and spiritually way more whole um, going into the games. And I would have been um, just more vibrant, you know, a, a better healthy person at the games than I was. Um, how are things with JR now that you're back? Is that where you train? Do you train at CrossFit Crash? Is that your home gym? So, if, like, if you entered a comp somewhere and it would say Jason Hopper from Cross uh, CrossFit Crash, yeah. And and um, how good is it? Is it uh, was it awkward at all to walk in there? Or does it is it with like, oh God, I'm home? Like, do you feel home? I didn't say, oh God, I'm home. I mean, I walked in with a smile on my face, man. That that's home. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, is Jr. the same? JR is, I mean, you know, JR. JR, I walked in the gym after. I, I don't know him the way you know I, him, though. I walked in the JR. I walked in the gym after not seeing JR for six months and he, he gave me a head nod. That sounds like JR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you go to Rogue, Fraser's going to be the guy right next to you telling you what to do. You got a coach? Well, Matt was never that person, anyways. I mean, Jake was always that person. So it'll be Jake then. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, Matt, Matt would be there and he would be the, the person I like am still going to talking about these events and talking about the, the approach for sure. 
is the goal is to go to the games again this year? Yeah, I mean, this is <laughs> this is still my you know full time job. This is something I still want to do. Don't think I'm like completely like. I'm not. I, I I'm not sensing any of it. I just want to make sure. I just like to hear it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like I asked my wife once in a while. You love me? Yeah, how exactly. Much? <laughs> how much? She's like this. I'm like, nah. It's not. Nah, you just yeah. need some affirmation. No. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. The goal is still to go. The the goal is still to go to the CrossFit Games, and I do. I do want to be on the podium. But is it possible? Can you beat those dudes? I think. I think it's possible. Um, there was no shortage of confidence going into you. Everyone knows. I mean, fuck what, what you did at, at that. Uh, was it Granite Games or which, Mac, which the Mac? And, and then and then and then to be seventh at the games, cr- crazy good. Is any of that thirty first place gotten into your head? No, no. Is it the opposite? Like, do you, is part of you like you think you got a little chip on your shoulder now? Like you got a little something. I wouldn't, to prove I, wouldn't, little- I wouldn't say I'm like. I wouldn't say I'm full of confidence, but I'm not, you know, I'm not like, oh my goodness, I don't belong. You know, I, I would, I would say this. I, I'm probably, I feel the same exact, exact way going into the games than I did coming out. Are you too big? You, you were, you were saying that I look uh, tiny. You're huge. I had no idea how big you are. I probably am, dude. You have some like big pieces on you too. Like your forearms and your shoulders, you're just you're you're big. You're you're not you're not. It's not like you're just tall. You're big. You're a big dude. Two twenty. Two twenty. Yeah, it's a, it, you're you're big. You ever think that? You think, oh fuck, this is a fucking Jeffrey. Look at Jeffrey Adler, little mouse over there. I mean, there are definitely some um, perks to being smaller in this space. Careful, uh, Sarah Cox. Thank you. After you get out of the sport, I'm going to get you some peptides so that you can heal up. Um, yeah. When you go to the games, do you have a fighting weight? 220. 220. I'm, I'm 3% body fat. I can't lose weight. Yeah, understood. That's amazing. It's great to see in person. 3%. We do need to clarify. Like, whenever you did check me at the games, you did say I, I may have been wrong. Via pictures, you look to be 10 to 11. In person, you appear to be under 10, but not three. <laughs> uh, Philip, Kelly's, Philip Kelly's figured me out. You have some big pieces on you, Sevon. <laughs> um, Jason, what will you do different this year um, th- than last year? What will be different? Um, I think Rogue is, is giving me a good uh, trial and error. Um, I am – I've been training – Two hours a day. Um, As opposed to four hours a day? You know, four four to six. I mean, all these guys are doing uh, probably, I don't know, three pieces, uh, three to four pieces a day. They're doing probably two sessions. Um, for me, I'm literally going in there doing some some skill doing some strength stuff and doing a, you know, Metcon, maybe some conditioning. Um, I mean, it's very, very low volume. Um, not, not as structured just because at at the same time, like I'm, I'm still healing from the burnout of the last, you know, six months. Like I gave everything I possibly could and I didn't get the result that I wanted. 
So there's a, there's a part of me that's like scared of like going all in again. And so it's kind of like, why would like, there's, there's that voice in the back of my head that says, why would I put, you know, everything into this sport? And if I know I'm not going to get what I wanted or one out of it, you know? And so I'm, I'm still trying to like heal from that burnout. Like I'm still trying to want to be, want to do like the, those small details in the, in the, in the sport that makes you go from good to great. Like I Dude, did. That's the best explanation I've heard. As far as what? Just like what emotional burnout is. Cause as soon as someone says that, I'm like pussy. That's what yeah, I'm I mean, there, but, but, but I get what you, the way you explained it. I didn't, you, you canceled that out. Like I get it. You put in, you put your money in Bitcoin and you fucking lost it all. And now everyone's telling you to put your money in Bitcoin again. That's what happened to me. I'm fu- fu- fuck you. That hurt me. That fucking sucked. <laughs> Fuck off. And so you just you just put all your money in Bitcoin and you didn't get what you wanted back from it. So but you're not you're you're still all in, but you're gonna try something new. You're gonna you're you're trying this little something different approach. Right. That's exactly that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, I get it. it. You're yeah, I get it. Okay, I get it. I just as soon as I hear emotionally hurt, I, I just think pussy, but not but I kind of I get it now. Yeah, of course. You don't want to fucking do the same thing again and make it and be a jackass. I, I just want to, I feel like I've like the, the work gave me like the work, like the, the work that goes into being, you know, top tier in this space, almost like it scarred me because I did not reap the benefits of that hard work. And yeah. so now I go into the gym thinking why what I want to put all of my effort into like this sport, you know, put everything else on the altar, sacrifice my marriage, sacrifice saying no to my friends on this night, because I want to do this zone two until eight o'clock at night or like, you know, roll out an hour a night instead of going to hang out with somebody or like going on a date or like all, you know, you fill in the blank, but why would I want to do that when I didn't get the results that I wanted to? Doing because this. it makes you feel alive and getting emotionally hurt is fun. <laughs> and so now it's like, right. time you to, got married. You got married. I did. I did. Um, that makes you vulnerable as shit. She could leave not, you and fucking break your heart. I'm not saying those things were bad. Like I, I do want to yeah. get to a point where I'm like, I'm doing absolutely everything in this, in the space to, to get to where I want to be. It's just right now I'm, I'm taking a step back right now. And, yeah. um, you're going to have I'm, kids. Yeah. Eventually. Wait till you see how they fucking emotionally trample your shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so right now I'm, you know, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying my life. Um, I'm not like people have been asking me, hey, like Ro is Rogue gonna be like your redemption? Like, are you gonna like really focus on like going in there and like proving everybody wrong? And it's just like that's not my goal. Like at the end of the day, like I don't have, I'm, I'm not here to please anybody else. I'm not here to please anybody else that that's watching me or validate me or change anyone's mind about me. Like that's not the goal. Like I, I've been gifted in this in this sport. I've been gifted with a talent, and I, I just want to go out there and and steward it and and give my best and whatever whatever happens happens. Um, but I'm enjoying my life right now. I'm in waking up. Um, going to the gym, train, um, not, you know, I, I still go hard. Like I still am doing strength cycles. I'm still 
doing conditioning. I'm still doing Metcons. The intensity is at an all-time high right now simply because I'm not doing as much volume. Um, so I feel good. Um, I feel in tip and tip top shape and, um, yeah, whatever happens at road happens. Um, we'll see, we'll see if this lifestyle, like obviously I'm, you know, I'm going to bed a little later, probably 1130, probably two hours too late, um, too late, too late. And so, so stuff like that, there's stuff like, you know, during the games training, during games training, I was in bed at like nine thirty, lights out at ten. Like I was so strict, and there's just things about my lifestyle now that I'm I have a little bit more freedom about. Um, and we'll see, we'll see the difference. You know, we'll see the the difference. Jason, no matter what anyone says, you absolutely smashed it on the show today. Thank you. I love you. You shared an important. Word. I do love you. And you shared an important word uh, in in regards to uh, your your earthly being and your uh, otherworldly godly being. And I appreciate you coming on, dude. You the man. You're always welcome on. Remember when you were going to come on once a month? Yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'll see All you right. soon. You the man. Appreciate Thanks, dude, for your time. Yep, you were great. Later. Thank you. See you, Jason. Later. Jason Hopper. Hey, looks just like Jason. Dude, you know what's crazy, Hunter? What are you pussies up to? This guy, this guy put in so much fucking work, right? He put in this much work. Can you see how much? That's a lot, dude. No, no, your arms are kind of small. That's and, it. and um, and he got 30th place. He he kind of explained to me what it means to be emotionally hurt in the space. I'd never got it before. He, it's crazy that Hopper explained. But you haven't really had that. You put in a lot of work and you always reap the benefits. Well, dude, I was listening to him talk. Like you keep then. getting first place. I wonder if that gets old for you. If you need a good fucking ass whooping, a loss, a big loss, a big L. Dude, I, I was listening to him talk just then. And mm -hmm. I'll just tell you, man, like I, it's going to suck for him to hear this. But just by talking like that, he is never going to get past that spot. There's just a totally different language when you hang out with people that are fucking weapons. And they don't talk like that. Like, even if I lose, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I fucking lost. I'm going. What to about the, but he's justifying it by him putting God first and you, and you've sold your soul to, I, I also, to I'm, performance, also, to I'm, performance. Also, I'm also a fan of God, but God okay. gave me a gift and I use that to wreck other people. Mm, mm, I mm, just, mm, you know, if God mm. gave you this vessel, why would you give anything less? Why would you make it as an excuse that you're spending too much church on Sundays to put in the extra hours? Like if That's God truly did too. create did create these beautiful vessels. Like you should shine as brightly as possible because you've been given a gift just to even to exist, to be anything other than your greatest is a waste is a waste of the potential of this supposed, uh, you know, godly creator, which I do believe in God, but there's just so many, I mean, just by measurement, dude, it's almost impossible for us to exist and to be anything less than a, a shining star is a mistake. And Mike McCaskey quote of the day, God, Hunter McIntyre, God made me a wrecking machine. It's the damn truth, dude. And I don't, I don't, I don't think you think you could help. Bad. You think you could help him with that? You think you could help Jace? You think if he came out to the to the cabin, oh, dude, and, I and do the, a lot and, of and hung out with you. You think he could? I, I hear what you're saying, and I really like it because you're not discrediting anything he's saying. No, but you're just taking it. It's like when I said, I, w I wish I had something to die for. Like Jesus had something to die for. And my dad said, well, Hey, why don't you get something to live for? 
don't you find something that's so important that you want to live for it? And that's what you're saying. You kind of flipped the, You were flipping the script on Jason a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you're like, dude, do this do for that. God, win for God. I've been doing a fair amount of public speaking lately. And like, I talk to actually entrepreneurs more than I do athletes, but they're talking from the mindset of an athlete. And like, I just sit down there with these people and like, I, I, you guys are starting a business right now. I don't want you to think about starting a business. I want you to go immediately, close your eyes and think of the person who's the number one person in the world at what you're doing. And then try to find out how to match or beat that person. Start from that place right then and there. Think from no other point of view whatsoever. And your opportunity for success is massively elevated because that person right now is living a lifestyle that is totally different from yours. You need to shave off all of the questions all of the wastes of time, anything that is getting in the way of performing at the rate that you really want to is all with inside of yourself. Well, he said that. He said his lifestyle is totally different than Matt's. And listen, and rightfully so. If that guy wants to live like that, then he should just walk around with a jersey with the number 30 on him at all times. But if it's if he's going to try Man. to be number one, you have to start to walk around with the number one on you. Otherwise, it's never going to happen. Like, I don't know if I'm going to fucking set the world record this weekend, but I told everybody I was going to do it because I'm not going to show up for anything else but that. And you're okay with being emotionally hurt if you fail? I've been emotionally hurt so many times. Since when was life not meant to be painful? Bunch mm. of pussies. I do I do get what he's saying, though. I really like how he explained that. He basically said he put in the, the, the most grueling you know, year of his life, went to the games, took 30th, and now he's like, okay, whew, that hurt. It's like, it, it reminds me of like, like, like you work at a job for six months and then they, they, you don't get a paycheck, right? So he's... Dude, going to the casino is not fun because you win. It's fun <coughs> because it's challenging. Like it's the risk right. versus the reward. You know you're yeah. going to lose and you still go. Yeah, man. And like if you do win, it's like this like holy shit. Like that's really where the juices start flowing. That's why and a lot of dudes never fall in love with girls because they're afraid to get emotionally hurt too. I've definitely been in a lot of relationships and I've definitely been emotionally hurt a bunch. Um but I still date. It's like, and do you still love them with all your heart? Like going less, full steam? Less. Less so than ever. <laughs> less so than ever. They're completely objects now. Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no, no. I, but I have reached the level of emotional maturity where now when I meet a girl, I just be honest with them. I'm, a, I'm like, if you want to get to know me on a greater level, like you're going to have to wait me. for two years. Yeah. Oh, you have to wait oh. for two years and you're going to have to be so patient because if if I try to expedite the process of being an athlete in the place that I'm in right now to give you more energy, like I'll be upset with myself and it's probably going to, it's going to fail our relationship later on in life. Um, uh, Hunter's like your friend, Nick. Um, Hunter, would you ever, um, like, would you go to a party and you saw your friend hitting on a girl and just, but you wanted her swoop in and, and drill her? No. You don't do that? I'm a big believer in it. Like creeps me out. And there's so many douchebags that do this kind of stuff. Like if you're a girl, if you're dudes into a chick, like there's no reason there's so many other chicks and you know, it's going to create like rap, like, you know, waves between you and your friend. Like who gives a shit? Let your boy go for it. And if he totally misses, like there's gotta be like a three month period and then you can maybe go after it. Um, you're, you're also an old man compared to, um, Mr. Uh, Hopper. How yeah, old Hopper. Hopper? Thank you. 20, 25. He's 25? Something young. Dude, I was dangerous at 25. Like, if you put me in a bar, I'd fight anybody. You put me in a <laughs> bar, I'd drive faster than everybody. Like, I was dangerous at that age. Hunter can't train Hopper. I actually think that they would be good for each other. 
Hey man, you I need, agree. Though. You need someone lighthearted. You agree with who? Me or this uh, broadcast? I, I, I agree with the the blockhead man over here. On, on uh, how how it, it's really hard to hear him talk about how he doesn't. He, he's not really willing to stick it to his craft. Oh, you you you, didn't, so, so, you weren't stoked with where uh, Jason was at right now in his mindset. No, no, let's give Jason a lot of uh, as they say in the in the in the church grace because he's clearly like working through shit. Right That's now. okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've gone through some like really deep stuff. Like this last year was super challenging for me. But what I did was instead of dealing with my pain emotionally, I just worked harder on training. And then I took that period of time when I was in the woods to digest some of the things that I was going on with me mentally. Oh yeah, you went on a vision quest. You fucking Dude, maybe said, that's fuck what that homie needs. Yeah, it's, is Jason in a relationship? Married. He's married. Then he needs to ditch the girl, not permanently. <laughs> He needs to ditch the girl and that dude needs to go on a real vision quest. Like he needs to go out into the dirt and be a little raw, stop doing strength cycles and stuff and like really go through some challenging physical and emotional stuff that's not in his comfort zone. Cause doing back squats and shoulder press and, you know, toe to bars for him is not challenging. That dude probably needs a little bit more aggressive adversity. So do a high rocks race. No dude, exercising completely. That's why I get away from exercising. Cause I'm not going to grow anymore from exercising. Dude, oh shit wow is that a tanning bed behind you yeah it is no it's uh i'm in my buddy's apartment dude you know why i have also i think i've elevated a tanning bed he could, if he walked by a tanning bed he would burn he can't be in a house with light bulbs with more than 60 watts <laughs> um being involved in business is so much harder than competing that that mental elevation of my lifestyle has made me work so much harder that when I go into the gym and I compete against these guys, it's a joke. It's a joke. Like really having to be a master of your craft and business and, and, and deal with money and people and all of these different layers. When I go to the gym, it's so easy. Like I hold 130 on the rower and skier. Like I was like, this is a breeze. I don't want to fucking Why? Go What about business? What about business? Dude, like, I mean, if you go to war, you Assholes know, the or sharks or what? Everything, dude. And when you go to war, dude, the bullets are coming from in front of you. When you go into business, it's coming from all directions. People who work with you, people who work against you. There's just, it's just, it's insane. There's, there's so many layers of intensity. And I'm sure people who are listening to this, who've actually been involved with that level of capacity, they know what it's like. I mean, for Christ's sake, your guys, patron saint, um, Greg Glassman, as soon as he did one thing wrong, they fucking nailed him to the cross and beat yeah, him. Yeah, good, good point. He didn't even do anything wrong. One one assumed thing wrong. But that's one, what I'm yeah, trying to say, yeah, dude. Yeah. You'd be so surprised. You'd assume that these – like, that's what happened to Jesus. He had all these disciples, and all of a sudden they're like, uh, stab him. Yeah. But – Hey, I, yeah. the reason why I think you'd be good for Jason is because basically my one of my big takeaways is, is that he doesn't he, – he, he's lighthearted. He wants to joke around. He's okay with like in the middle of the workout, someone walking, going behind the shed and taking a drop in drawers and dropping a deuce. He's okay with some, he wants some lightheartedness. He said, he just said Matt's the most serious person he's ever worked with. And and he, and he's not a serious person. I will say that I, I recognize that a version of me had to die to become who I am today. Like I used to be very childish. Mm. And you, you just, what's that? I dude, I still am. There's still a lot of ridiculous <laughs> aspects of me, but you know. <laughs> hey, my son, my son told me that yesterday, Hunter. He goes, he basically said, Hey, on the tennis court, like it pops up in your head to crack jokes and you just can't. 
Like I go, why? He goes, because it's serious. You're there to play sport. He's like, you got to save the jokes for afterwards when you come off. He's nine. He's telling me this. Dude, I watched, I watched a little video of your son talking about something the other day about like the numbers that are always continuous. And I was like, yeah. damn. Yeah. Boy. yeah, you could you could use damn. Them. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, how old are you? Dude, look at this guy, Patricia. Patricia's a dyke and a mean chick. She um, said, I'm a 40-year-old man with a hoodie and a bachelor's cap and no children, no future. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> how old are you? I'm 34. Uh, oh, hey, that, that's fuck. a Trish, by the way. That's a the, the deceased member of the show. Oh, okay. I was like, what a what a dick. I, I actually uh, called her a dyke, but yeah, same thing. Uh, she's old. She's fucked up. Um, is that a woman? We we don't. No one knows what that is. Undercover douchebag. Yeah, for that that thing's a broken. Don't worry about that. That thing's broken. Um, uh, th- you left out a uh, ten time champion, Patricia. 50 time yeah. champion. Yeah, yeah. Patricia, you're a dick. Um, Hunter, what um so I thought you were gonna retire from High Rocks, and then all of a sudden I saw this post on your Instagram, and that's why I I called you right away as soon as I saw it. I was like, wow, this motherfucker's crazy. So I, I thought I you tried retired. To reti- I tried to retire last year. Okay, tell me about it. Oh, and you were gonna do that. you were gonna do the Olympics. You were gonna you were trying to find a way to go to the Olympics. Ten thousand dollars wasted, but still had a good time. Yeah, I had a really good time. Oh my uh, god! Bought a boat, moved to San Diego, went all in, and found out that the race that I was trying to qualify was not the race that I was supposed to qualify through. Natty, Natty Hiller, Natty, not Natty at all, dude. That's all juice. The legs tell a different story. <laughs> Why are your arms bigger than your legs? Oh you? my god, that's meaner than what Patricia said. God are you trying to say it. I have skinny legs? He did yes. not trying. He did say it. Your arms yeah, are bigger man. than your legs, dude. Yeah, man, I'm a runner. Yeah, man, what? biceps win races. Dude, you see those fucking pythons, dude? I could snap you off, dude. Yeah, you no got way. some big arms, dude. No big. Oh my god, look at this! Newsflash: awesome. I'm going to set a world record. Not only am I going to set a world record, but I'm going to set a world record in the toughest and most well-rounded fitness competition in the entire world. Get your calendars out, guys. October 21st, your boys can be going off. I believe at 8 a.m. You can expect to see John Wynn and I leaving a trail of flames behind us. Because God, I love this. You guys have ever this seen. Is so good, dude. Whoever your video guy is, who made this, he's a stud. Irox has taken eight fitness stations spread across all the Olympic and World Championship level sports. They test all of them in session just to use the fittest and then you have to do eight laps so that we can test your ability and endurance my buddy john Lynn and i we're gonna go after this thing we're gonna set the world record in blazing pace that nobody else has seen before so you're gonna want to tune in you're gonna want to see this thing it's gonna be worth your time and also Dude, get a bag of popcorn and a set of beer it's gonna be wild who's odd she's been sexually propositioning me for a long time let me ask you that i know he is a sexy bitch too audrey when you do that thing and you drag your finger across the table do you do does he tell you to do that because he's gonna draw a line of fire or after he sees that your creative's like okay I'm putting fire behind that? My creative did it after the fact. I've, God, really... he's a fucking stud, dude. Mm-hmm. Is it a boy or a girl? <laughs> it's a it's a grown boy. Oh, he's a grown stud. Boy. We have four people on our media team now that are just what? working their butt off. Um that that we just fully invest in just media all the time. Sure. Constantly go, go, go. Um you're so lovable. Look at you. Mm. Hey, no, he, he's Thad Castle in real life. You know who Thad Castle is? No, I do. that's a fucked up name. I do oh, sorry, know. Hiller, I fucked that up. Do it again. Do it again. Uh, one second. It's coming. 
October 21st, Birmingham. Dude, you need, when did you fly to what you need to go now, dude? It's the 19th. Are you flying out today? Dude, I'm in okay. London right now. Oh, oh shit. You think you're smarter than me just because you have a higher GPA? Well, newsflash, Shiloh. That's you. You just said newsflash <laughs> in that video. And you got the same big jaw and you got the same bravado about you that that's you. You're dead cast. I love this guy. I love that character. What movie is that? I want to see that with my it's kids. A show called dude, Blue that's Mountain Blue Mountain State. State and they would love it. The they first episode, they do this show. thing where they shove an Oreo cookie between their butt cheeks and run across a football field. They'd love it. I really want to know, who are all these people that stay here live on the show, and how do they have so much free time? They're driving somewhere. They're doing something. I hope I hope it's like it's like the Howard Stern show. They're like, you know what I mean? They're driving around. They're moving pallets in an be. Amazon warehouse somewhere, and they have earphones in. Dude, I love Howard Stern. I know you really did not like that when I said that last time, the king of media disgusting Dude, i know Dude, he's this guy right. is such a beast i that's you. love this actor that's you that's what i'm saying man that I, could get, I could get that size just give me a couple it, years i wonder no, how tall couldn't. he is though Too busy. he's like six are, two he's are you huge. gonna do testosterone when you retire like when you're 40 maybe i don't know i mean here's the thing dude you're like, gonna get huge if you do dude you are gonna get you're gonna put on 20 pounds of muscle you're gonna be look like an action hero I'm gonna go. I'm, like I, I went to an I went to an unnamed like celebrity athlete's house in Malibu, and I used to go train there. And I would show up, and I'm already a world champion at the time, like you know, pretty fit, pretty jacked. And I'm looking at guys who are moving as if they're in slow motion, like just so old slow motion dudes, and their body fat is a couple points below mine. Their muscle mass way more than mine. Like they were all juiced up. And I don't, I don't hold this against them at all. They're, they're not professional athletes. They were just like the guys who live around town who had too much money and love to look ripped. And I was like, is it, do I get to the point where I only have to work out like 30 minutes a day doing like slow dumbbell curls? Like these, I remember one guy would walk on the treadmill with 20 pound dumbbells and was just the most enormously ripped dude ever. And I was like, that's all I have to do. And a little bit of tea. I, I, I would I would say, honestly, if you want to optimize your lifestyle style and be more involved with your family, your businesses and stuff, probably taking a little bit of hormones and doing a lot less training is the best thing you could do at a certain age. Could you be the next rock? Could there be a redheaded rock? Like, do you have the look to be like, could you like next year go into the double? You don't Dude, think so, Hiller? I want like, them you to go make- WWE for a couple yeah. of years. I can get- show you guys the email. They offered me a job at the WWE in 2017. I remember you talking about that. Your name is Bulk Pony, though. It's the Bulk Pony, the Rock and the Bulk Pony. I I want to do. I'm waiting for uh, a producer to approach me and make the movie Duke Nukem. Have you ever seen Duke Nukem? <laughs> I, I, never, I, I know who he is. That's the only role I want to do. Yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why you haven't been. Um, I wonder why you you haven't been approached. Is Logan Paul on roids, Hiller? He is right. Yes. I would say so, dude. Yeah. You can tell by looking at someone's deltoid size. That's always my metric. Look at their deltoid size. What's that? What's your deltoids? Bi- the, the traps? These right oh, here. shoulders here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got some pretty big deltoids, my man. No. Nah, it looks big, but that's just because I was lean. I don't really have that big of deltoids. You can tell. like, Because if you can touch someone's like bone in there and there's not muscle on top, that's when you can it's tell. It's hard to bring that up. 
Look at look at Sam. What the hell is his name? He's How much is in those bags? Hey, How much hey, go go two pictures to the right, Sam. Mm-hmm. Those aren't that big, dude. He needs to put his arm up, and it needs to start having those weird angles. You know, you know what I'm talking about, dude. If you're around endurance athletes, they're just typically pretty lean. But I'm 210 pounds. I look big in most of my clothes. Hey, when you were competing in CrossFit, you were huge. I was a thick daddy. I was a thick absolutely daddy. massive. I wonder how long it'll take for me to scroll back to that time. This is a pretty good way right here. Oh, look at that. Oh, damn, daddy. Oh, I could have just I could have tricep pressed that over the head. Yeah, his legs are skinny. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Little shit, dude. Let's go back to some of your posts where you're wearing those fucking creepy ass props. <laughs> and I'm gonna steal this for a minute. Explain, explain those those delts, my man. Those are, those are some big delts. No, dude. At the time, it's oh relatively, wow, it's relatively small. It's relatively small. But dude, that's, is that that's what you it. tell all the chicks that you sleep with? Oh my yeah. god, look at that jaw, dude. Look how long his neck is. He's a fucking giraffe, dude. Like a but dick. I'm telling you right now, dude. From a genetic standpoint, like I've got it going on. I've got it going on, and I'm at you ten. Do. Like I'm at I'm a ten time world champ who's lost. Uh, uh, is just go up. That's when I. I mean. When I was the biggest. I'm going down, dude. Go down, go down. Let's go down deep. Going all the way down. down to the time in which you were a CrossFit Games competitor. This is a great picture. Jesus Christ, your meat. <laughs> you want a piece of that, dude. If that was hovering over you in bed, you'd say yes every time. Hey, what's the fastest time uh, that's been ever been done, the High Rocks? For men, it's 48.50, I think. So we got to do – we got to go fast. And and um, are you emotionally uh, scared? No, no. I'm a reality. Who, who holds it, the record now? Who holds it? We used to hold it, and now it's held by this uh, German guy and a British guy. It's held by they're both really talented athletes. The second fastest guy in history. His name. Oh, it's is... a team. It's the team record. Mm-hmm. You hold the individual record still. Yeah, I hold the individual record. Which is what? Fifty-four. Yeah. Okay, I didn't get that. Okay, you're going. That's why you're going with the dude, the Italian looking dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that guy. You should interview him. He is a he's an awesome guy, John Wynn. Dude, you know who you should interview? I've been DMing back and forth with him. He'd be a great person to talk about performance enhancing drugs. Joe Biden. Like, Joe Biden. I love Joe. Joey B. No, this guy. His name's Greg um, Duchetti. Uh, You've been messaging with Greg Duchet. Yeah, I love that guy. Excuse me? Yeah, what, that'd be a great him? interview, but what, how, why are you talking to him? Because uh, we might do a project together where we're going to do a um, a watts test, like, you know, the 20-minute 20, 20 watt test to see Yeah, he does a bunch of cycling, yeah. Yeah. And the, does he, he think always... you're juiced up? Does he does he believe that you're natty? Uh, I think he'd say so. He likes to tell people whether or not they're not, and they, I probably he would accuse me by now. Um he loves to just like that's like a whole theme on the internet is accusing people being a natty or not. Um, oh, yeah, Hiller think Hiller. Let me tell you this. Hiller has this theory, and I think it's a really good theory that certain athletes become friends with him so that they won't become on his hit list. I'm wondering oh. if you became friends with Greg Doucette so you didn't get put on his hit list. No, I'll show you the first message I had with him. I think I asked him about. Can uh, I suck your dong? I finally um, got to it. You are a big bitch here. Okay, let's yeah. see. Let's see. There's a different looking hunter right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you look need to burn this, that boy. Yeah. 
Dude, yeah, but look at his eat. but look at his chest, dude. That's not a juice chest. That's yeah, his claim to being natural would be him never benching over three hundred pounds. That's for sure. No, I got three fifteen ones. You oh. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. That's what Colton's body looks like too. It it, it just doesn't look doesn't have weird angles on it. I originally started DMing Greg about cars. Like, dude, he looks so normal there. Hold on one second, Hunter. He looks so normal on that, that last one. Yeah, look at that's just a fucking lifeguard where you fake drowning so he comes and gives you mouth to mouth. David Hasselhoff right there. Yeah. I mean that's just like But but if you put hundred pound dumbbells in his hand, it all of a sudden it looks like he's juiced. Right. Okay. Nope. Go ahead, Hunter. Well you're we we've exonerated you. Thank you. Yeah. Um Maddie. I do I really like dudes in the fitness industry that are like super into cars. Like I wanted to start a car club called Barbells uh uh what was it called? Uh Barbells and Pistons. Like we were going to have just like car clubs around LA and just drive wicked fast cars through the hills. That's my favorite thing to do is drive cars. And Malibu's full. The, in the, what's that area where that famous breakfast place is down in the bottom of the hill there? That parking no, lot's no. always filled with trick cars. Dude, it's so dope. It's so dope. There was this one guy that I used to train and he doesn't know about this. He, I landed at LAX and I was like, I was like, Hey man, I'm coming up to train you. He's like, actually, can you just drive my Aston Martin up to my house uh, up in Solvang and train me there? He's like, I need the car here anyways. Then I'll drive you back the next day. And he let me drive his one of 20 um, Aston Martins. uh, And I drove it to one of the car meets and I had never driven a car that low. And I went over a speed bump and scratched the underside of his car. (laughs) Oh, it gutted me. Everyone in the parking lot was looking at me as I was like, Argh. did he find out? Of course not. Oh. He sold that car also. So hopefully he never found out. Uh, Cave Dastro, if Greg Duchette and Hunter were in a room together, their cumulative IQ would be less than 50. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Heavy, dude. Heavy. Your guests are just filth, dude. Greg's, a, oh Greg's, actually, a really smart, Greg's actually a really smart guy. Uh, dil- dildo. Oh yeah, he's got God. a master's in kinesiology, don't you know? Hunter, Matt Stevens told me that you were going to ride his mustache next weekend. Can you confirm? Is that true? Who's Matt Stevens? <laughs> Matt Stevens, the head judge for our event. Oh, my. Did you ever sit on his face? I would, dude. That mustache is sick. <laughs> he just got his DNA back, and I was like, dude, you've got to be Mexican. He's like, that's right. I'm Mexican. <laughs> You know, like Italian. No DNA Mex- test ever comes back Mexican. There's no such thing as Mexican. Whatever the sector of that area, that region. There is no such thing as yeah, Mexican. The Dude, DNA. You gotta understand if you. I remember the kids, the Mexican kids in high school, like they had mustaches at ten. Yeah. They can make hair on their face so rapid. I still they can't grow hair anywhere them. else on their body, which is. But weird. you're Armenian as well, which is incredible. Yeah. Their bodies are built for, for performance, dude. I Armenians? Watched, I've watched – no, Mexicans, dude. I've watched the guys working at our ranch in like 100-degree weather doing <laughs> the most insanely hard work as if it's nothing, like marching up and down the hills with hay bales on and stuff. And I'm just like, wow. I love that, it's not it's not it's not it's not your fault um that your body's built built to work in fields under 120 degree sun all day i'll never forget i was doing a job with reebok and the the photographers had just come back from ecuador and they're like dude you're fit but we were just working with this ecuadorian um uh like uh, you know coffee bean grower and that dude made you look like a child like he's just like this dude was (laughs) you're up at altitude and this dude was just carrying 
bales of coffee all over the place like no like big old bags of coffee no big deal and i was like i was so embarrassed <laughs> look at this comment <laughs> that's why mexicans dominate all sports dude have you ever yeah, seen i think south america dude those dude they dominate brazilian jiu-jitsu Mar- do you remember maradona the soccer player that guy is from south yeah, america yeah 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 dominated Pool, pool boy, you're Mexican, but just what my point is is that the DNA tests don't come back Mexican. It's just a hodgepodge. You're 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 like some Aztec fucking four foot three dude who three hundred years ago was raped by some Spaniards who came overseas, and then when you weren't looking, they started calling you Mexican and made you the poster ch- child for Catholicism. But, but you're just a fucking three hundred years ago. You were a mutt, and that's what I mean. So when you take a DNA test, they don't recognize Mexican. It doesn't. They don't. They won't write Mexican on there. It'll be like Aztec and fucking something from europe like Have they don't you like you're not a real breed you're not aca oh, Gibson? A, a whatever yeah, such certified. a good movie dude when i saw that i was like i'm so lucky that i wasn't born during that time going against those guys they were savages what movie was apocalypto oh, scary yeah. intense yeah. beautiful so good that's a movie where they're just running the whole time right it's three hours of just running from the bad guys yeah Basically. that's because they're mexicans they can do that apparently yeah. Dude, I mean, think. Remember the that book, Born to Run. Great book. Great Another book. incredible one. Read. Guys, Great book. Great book. I I've read a few books in <laughs> yeah, my time. Yeah, I'm sure I listened to it. I doubt I read it. You know what's a really good book? And this might help that guy. I just started reading it. It's 10x easier than 2x. That should be a Hopper book. If Hopper wants to get some higher performance during the CrossFit Games, anybody who's listening to this, you should go listen to that book. What book? Say it again. 10x is uh is easier than 2x okay and it's one of these kind of things where it's like a bit repetitive but you need to keep on saying the same message in different contexts over and over and over again for you to re- realize it it's a brilliant book i'm gonna get it 10x is easier than 2x uh I've never had it, such an angry crowd of people you I know you have an angry mob you're getting ass pounded right now do you like it <laughs> uh, i've been there done that been tough but yeah i guess your crowd's just mean hey uh and i don't like that let's stop being mean damn let come on guys i don't want my i don't want this show to have a dude um, anytime anywhere you know I, when i went to the crossfit games everyone was such dicks to me but then when i was at the crossfit games no one had anything to say no one would come up to me nothing everybody on the internet is a savage but face to face they're pussies i wanted to say that to hopper too because he was Talk about the time where he was worried about what everybody thought, and I go, "No one's going to say shit to your to your face." I, I I've had probably fifty Reddit threads about people just talking mad shit about me, and I've never ran into anyone other than Hip and Steel who talk shit to my face, and that one Jack dude to the games that one. Oh, year. that's cool. Hip and Steel's cool. Dude, I love talk. I love Hunter. Um, I'm not. Uh, I love Hunter. Let me have your body. Wow, what a god! I would just. What if one girl said that to me anytime? Fuck. Let me have your body. Okay, here you go. <laughs> hey, man, it. Be great. Yeah, you get it. I got it. One, Bye, one credit. It is, it is a great book. But I, I got all these credits. What other books should I get? Ooh, let me get you some of the books that I've been reading recently. You want to know one that will fuck your brain totally? Yeah. Um, involved mushrooms. Book, it was right before he died. Carl Jung kind of was like writing Jung, this and then young 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 this Carl one memory Jung. dreams reflections no man and his symbols it basically Jung. teaches you it teaches you um 
it teaches you basically like how to break down your dreams and like the subconscious psychology of human beings and it will freak you out i got that one too yeah all right that's enough books for this year <laughs> and, then, and then high intensity mike menser dude that's the only other one if you you should be training like All that right. and you will get beefy you'll get mega beefy dude uh is this thing going to be televised mm. internet internetized uh it'll be broadcasted mm. no hunter is not chewing stop asking that is not chew that's um something else bubble gum it's bubblegum. How do we watch this? Where do we go? If I go to the High Rocks Instagram, it should be live. It should be live streamed by High Rocks UK. I'm going to High Rocks. Uh, I'm going to go to the oh High Rocks UK. Should I go to their Instagram or the World one? No, High Rocks UK should be the one who's broadcasting it. It would be smart if they did it via the World, but all of these things are like separate entities, so they end up doing it. Are they promoting the fact that you'll be there to smash shit? Mm. I don't probably, see it. Probably not. I don't see it. Uh, High Rocks Masters Trainer, then this thing, High Rocks Workout of the Week. Why do you say probably not? I, I, they're not going to like me saying this, but I always make fun of them for it. Their, their marketing capabilities are like thin at best. Like they just well, they invest so much in the sport, but they they don't really do very much to promote the sport, if you know what I'm trying to say. Like the reason. The reason why CrossFit became so big is because of people like you two guys. Like you're constantly talking about the athletes and the narrative of the sport and you made heroes. And then all of a sudden when you make heroes, people become interested. It's the same idea with comic books. Like those people didn't even exist. And people talk about Superman and Batman and Spider-Man around the world every single day because you made these people believe in the ideas of these characters. And you have to do the same exact thing with sports otherwise you're never going to build, build this hero complex where people are interested in fans of a sport look at this girl's earrings one two three four five six seven eight nine you think she has mental health issues she has you nine can holes. definitely tell a girl's crazy factor by how many <laughs> fuck dude you have nine how many holes Oh, she geez. had to. She had to go somewhere and be like, "Hey, put nine holes in my face." Um, I'll be honest. I've been listening to both sides of the argument, and I can see both points of view. But at the end of the day, there's only one answer: ass over tits. Ooh, he's got a point. What's what, why why why? What's the point? I absolutely love tits. Like I think tits are the one of these kind of things where they have superpowers. Like when you see a woman walking around town, you see cleavage. Like the the thing that it does to a male's body, if you're into chicks, like it, it's this compelling force. But then if she, it, it's more powerful than the ass. But then if she turns around, she has a pancake ass, it like completely deflates the hot air balloon. And can I, can I tell you something? I've never had any pair of tits in my face that I'm like, oh, I don't want those in my face. The saggy ones, the big ones, the little ones, all, I've never had one where I'm like, those suck. Never. Yeah. I even had the one, I even had the one with the chick with the, who had the giant Z titties, but then got the breast reduction, but they didn't take in the skin. So it was like fucking like motorboat in a Sharpay. Even those were great, but a flat ass is a flat ass is a flat ass. It's just like it's just it's heartbreaking. Yeah, there's bad asses. I call it back butt. Have you ever seen the people that their backs go straight to their hamstrings? It's just like it's just this straight line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back back butt is a true disease, and it needs to be addressed. Hunter, I want to show you something. 
Mm. Just because I think so. This this is this is CrossFit.com. This is CrossFit.com Instagram page. Here we go. I apologize if you if you know anyone who who works on this page or are the person who works on this page, um, lock up all your guns because you're not going to like what's coming next. They posted this yesterday. Now look at this. Look at this. They posted this yesterday. Look at this. Fourth down. It says, watching your dream bestie compete at a local CrossFit competition. Angle. Touchdown, L.A. 22 hours ago. There's hands. It's a walk-in. Fourth down, angle. Okay. They fucking this is this is in the the premier fitness organization in the world. Watch your gym. This got to be like the stupid. Like if you're a company like this and you're going to post a meme or something like this, it better be off the fucking chart. But it gets worse, Hunter. Wait till you see this. At the same time, <laughs> at the same time they posted that, they could have posted this. They could have fucking this happened at the exact same time that happened. This is fucking a guy whose dad owned an affiliate, won the Harlan Trophy, has the NCAA record for the most fucking touchdown passes in all college football, and had no chance of fucking making it to the Chicago Bears. Is going to start next week against the Raiders. Now listen to what he says. Listen to this. Kids dream, kids dream about this playing in the NFL, right? When you're when you're younger. But did you ever really think this was going to happen when you're coming up in Martinsburg? Yeah, oddly, I always thought it was going to happen. I think that um, you know, me and my dad really were the only ones that really thought that this was going to happen. Um, and then you know, after that, it was just figuring out how I could outwork everybody that you know maybe had maybe had more things that maybe had more things than I did, had better facilities, and you know all that stuff. So it was just really just trying to, you know, get it out the mud, putting a lot of work in the, in the, in the shadow. And um, just so I'd be ready for, you know, this week. You have a backup plan if you didn't get the shot in the NFL. Yeah, I was going to um, just basically just CrossFit my life away, get as ripped and jacked as I possibly could (laughs) and uh, be a teacher at Martinsburg high school. They're fucked. They have the the biggest post. They have the biggest sport in the world with the fucking quarterback that's getting the fucking most attention right now. And instead, they post some stupid fucking ass meme. That company is fucking completely lost. Toast. Who runs, who runs their media now? There's, there's someone at a fucking home for mentally disabled adults. But do you know the actual name? Uh, yeah, I know a couple people over there who work there. Just, dude, there's people who are like at the top of the food chain there who were fucking interns there when I worked there. You know what's interesting? <clears throat> Do you guys see that video just recently? It's a mess. Uh, not Hiller. Uh, Herber uh, posted talking about. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't like that. Being let go and then how he changed his life because he took it into you know, power. It was the best turn. thing that could have ever happened to why, me. Why didn't you like that? Did you like it, Hunter? Why, why, did I like do it? like it because something kind of similar happened to me where I lost all of my sponsors and then all of a sudden I took the power into my own hands and started my own companies. And since then, my life's changed drastically. And sometimes you need that kick in the nuts. So you, so that's that video is a bridge between you and Heber. I mean, I don't really like the guy, but at the same time, I respect his attitude towards it. Why don't you like him, but you liked the video? Because I think it's the other way around for me. I think I kind of like him, but I didn't like that video. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, you can have things you disagree on. As a person, I disagree on him, but as his opinion, I can agree with it. There's people you can disagree with on their opinions, but as a whole, I just agree with them as a person. Like I've just never had good relationships or times with him. Why didn't he say the company name? Heber didn't have the balls to say the company name. Because <clears throat> uh, you don't probably you don't want to shit where you eat. He still goes to the CrossFit Games every single year, and there's probably not much of a point. Like the companies that let go of me that sponsored me, I don't name them in that sentence that I just had. What's that? Fit Aid. Fit Aid was one of them. Uh, there was a bunch of them, but. You know, I even texted the CEO and I was like, you know, I'm grateful for the years that we had because I was pissed when that ended because they had an intern let me go. Like I worked for the guy for five years, staying at his house and everything. I've got nothing bad to say about the company or the people. Which company? Which company? FitAid. Oh. And they just had like some random like no name intern let go of me. And I was like, you guys could have just called me. (laughs) Like that's where I saw that I I considered it to be shitty. You think they were cowards? You think they were cowards? There's a lot of pussies out there. There's a lot of cowards. I don't even know if they knew. I don't know. But like I worked with them. For what do you mean? Of course time. they knew. Some intern can't just call you and fire you. Well, you know, in certain companies, things get so big that like, you're not even. <clears> oh, they're not that big. On. They're not that big. They're just right Maybe. down the street from here. They just did. They're not that big. But it, it takes moments like that for you to make a shift, and it, that was my moment. And I'm sure that was Heber's moment as well. Are you going to make an energy drink? Sorry, no. sorry. Uh, I was uh, sorry. A recovery drink, a recovery. Fitting's not an energy drink. It's a recovery drink. Are you gonna make? Yeah, a recovery I drink? definitely in the uh, down the pipeline. We're gonna have ready-made beverages. Those things are definitely. Yeah. Those things are in the future. Yeah, I'm pumped. Can I help promote it? Hell yeah, dude! But you've got so many sponsors now, including Toe Spacers. I'll squeeze you right in, right in between. Um, <sighs> I. I literally I can't compete against toast basers. I'll squeeze you right in between. Ooh. This is tough. This is tough. Let's talk. Talk to one of my interns. Call one. Call one of my interns. <laughs> How many people do you have working with you now? You've you've uh, the guy who's managing the shows. You've got like people that are doing like you know those su- those like little real edits afterwards. <clears throat> I know. I got the sub clips page going. I uh, the I got two guys working on the behind the scenes. I got Andrew Hiller on a retainer for therapy every day after every show when I talk to him for an hour for my own personal therapist. Are you guys are, are you guys a collaborative brand right now, or do you guys have two brands? I thought you were going to say gay. Me no, no. too. Me too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, no, not a collaborative brand. Sorry, I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. you know what it is, Hunter? So I heard this the other day. It's funny that you said it. I heard this the other day. So – there's this failing organization, Morning Chalk Up, right? They're just like limping along. And then there's this uh, podcast called Kettlebells and Cocktails. There's a lot of podcasts in the space, right? And the two of them are coming together as they're, – they're, they're coming together and doing stuff together. So they're going to pull their – each of them are going to pull their 50 views that they get per podcast and try to pull them together and get 100 views. And then then I heard – I was watching talking the Lone Ranger podcast, uh, often referred to as the Talking Elite podcast – and they referred to get with the programming as their sister podcast. So I'm just kind of like, oh, that's interesting. I'm just like listening to this stuff. But then I heard the other day that there's two camps in the CrossFit space. And one of them is the Kettlebells and Cocktails Morning Chalk Up and the Lone Ranger podcast. And one of them is the rest of us. I well, personally don't look at it like that. But we do. There is a group of us who make media who work very well together. 
Um, is this a pretty big channel? This channel here? Yeah. Kettlebells and cocktails? No. Um, what was I going to say? This, this show we're on right now, Hunter, has 549 live viewers. This episode put out a day ago is less views than live viewers currently. Heavy, heavy. Uh, you know, I do like morning chalk up because Justin and I, Justin was like one of the first people I became friends with in CrossFit. Oh, what happened I, to Justin? Where is he? This well, show dude, is 88 I, views. I think he just, I, I think he just like kind of gave up on the business side and just started hiking mountains. And I think when he left, I think the integrity of the brand fell off. Justin's a great guy. Justin's a really good guy and he's a true CrossFit like You're out of your fucking mind. You don't like Justin? Uh, I, I I think he has some. Uh, I think he maybe he's on the spectrum, and I don't. But he's still pick, a nice guy. And I don't want to pick on anyone who's on the spectrum. I'm I'm on the spectrum. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually took the spectrum test the other day, and I fucking passed. Sevon screen looks like. <laughs> Thank good it's Friday. Employee suspenders. I don't get it. I don't know, but I like the money. I, I wonder if it's talking about hey, flair. You know, like, only like you only like you only like Justin because he was he treated you like a human, while the rest of us treated you like dog shit in the early days. That's true, but I actually spent a lot of time with him because we used to go over to Hepner's house and like film stuff. I would see him a lot, and we just spend a fair amount of time together. And I always had a good time with Justin. I heard I that he was pushed out of Morning Chalk Up. He may have been there, maybe because be of two 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 lawsuits, two loss potential lawsuits. That's what I heard. That's what I was saying, dude. That's what I was telling you. Business is sketchy. Because you have anyone suing you right now? Probably. Probably. In the near future, you never know. This is this is you. This is this is your podcast screen right now. All these little stickers. Uh, and and then this guy is you. That's that's Savon, or is that me? No, that's that's Savon. And then this is this is the un, this is the banner. All the flair. Kevin M, the spectrum is a superpower. Don't argue people's limitations. Okay, I hear you. How do you guys feel you. about uh, how do you guys feel about the Rogue Invitational? Is it something you guys get excited about, or is it just I'm like super excited weekend? about it? Yeah, really. Well, here's why. Well, first of all, it's going to be an amazing competition. The workouts are always cool. It's short. It's not dragged out. Uh, the pictures quality is going to be perfect. They cover the events good. The commentators are going to be great, but. Specifically, th and there's a shitload of money they're giving away, and it's just the best dudes. They filter out all the jackasses from foreign countries. But listen, uh, those are a correlate, not a cause and effect. You can be from another country and not be a jackass. Um, but um, it's Tia versus Laura this year. This is like this is like the most hype. This is the best thing that's ever happened to us. Yeah, but dude, I think Tia is just going to take her steamroller out and run over Laura. How dare you! Dude, Why is just, that? Just because, dude. She's she's proven it every single time when they go against each other. And then she just took a year off. And usually people like that don't take a year off and come back with like less. They always come back with more. Pregnant women. People like that. No, no, no. I'm saying people, even anybody who those takes a year people. off. Those yeah. people. Hey, why? I, you're not a fan of Rogue? You're not a fan of Rogue? Are you talking about me or somebody else? You, you. Mm. Aren't you a fan of the Rogan? I don't get excited about it like when I used to get excited about the CrossFit games. Like, I don't get excited about Wadapalooza either. Um, so, I don't know. Dude, like, Wadapalooza was pretty exciting last year because they had cool teams. Would you ever go on a team? 
A CrossFit Games team at Wadapalooza? Yeah, hey, sure. you want to do a team at Wadapalooza, Hunter? Let's go. Let's go. I'm in. I mean, listen, I, I, we, we, have, we have to go through the qualifiers and stuff? It's going on right now, yeah. I'll do the bench press. You can do the overhead squat or some shit. <laughs> okay. I mean, I could probably overhead squat like 245 right now, and it would hurt That's a fine. lot. I wonder if we'll be able to get in. We need a third. Who's our third? Seven, you want to be our third? No. Dude, we can get but... Phil. My buddy Phil <laughs> – my buddy Phil can do that for us. Phil Tune? Phil Tune? No, 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 no. His name's Phil Muscarella. Um, oh, dude, he's great. Oh, yeah. He's a freak. You, you think he wants to slum freak. it with us? Oh, of course, dude. He 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 right now is in the space where I think he'd love to just jump in and I think he would have a good time. Dude. Phil's one of those kind of guys that I knew him before he got into CrossFit. And then I saw what CrossFit does to people that did not train CrossFit. And that dude's body changed so much. Like he you look at him and he's an action figure. He is jacked as fuck. They'll let you just get in without qualifying, I bet. I don't know about that. I think hey, I was talking to the director of Wadapalooza yesterday, and he asked if I wanted to put a team together, so I'm somewhat serious. I would do it. This before he knew that I was off steroids. So How about a guy in a wheelchair? Let's make it interesting. He's got this guy's got his hand up. Jedediah's health. Cool. That's cool. Oh shit! Whatever happened with that whole beef that was going on last time I talked to you guys, you guys were going through a little bit of um, like a drama involving a guy who was in the adaptive category. <laughs> we we only pick on people in the adaptive category. That way, we have a chance to win. We pick on uh, girls and the adaptive classes. Do you think that uh, CrossFit's going to get in trouble with this new separation of elite category to the other? Uh, you know, and another weekend for adaptive and uh, age group athletes. When you say in trouble. What do you mean? Uh, you know how people just – everyone wants to be dr- dramatic about stuff. Like they can just be like this is super not cool for the community and blah, like blah, blah. It, like they're going to come up. up with a word like racist. It's handicapist or like mm-hmm. uh, ageist or something. Yeah. It is ageist. They're segregating them out by age. Well, I think after I went to the CrossFit Games and I saw how big of an operation it was, I could imagine how it's just too much bandwidth for one weekend for them to properly run the thing. Like it's it hasn't be been just, for about 10 years, though. Dude, I mean, I went to the one in 2019, and I'll never forget when they – like there was like the warm-up room, then there was like the athlete room, and then there was the room for the equipment, and I like peeled back the the drapes. And you remember that scene in uh, Indiana Jones where the, they're like putting away that box with like the – whatever, the some kind of emulet in it? And it's just hallways upon hallways of boxes. And yeah, yeah, it, it was like that. I was like, there's so <laughs> much equipment here that I was just like, how the fuck do they organize this? It was crazy. Like, I, I was like, this is more of a logistics business than it is a competition. Hey, I'll, vindicate, being, go ahead. I'll make I'll make the apparel for your team. Like they talk about high rocks being such a like they were when I first started meeting with high rocks and I was asking them, I was like, why don't you guys do a second day with different kind of movements and stuff? And I remember them expressing to me how insanely complicated it was to set up the arena for the original one day. Like if they brought in more equipment, it would be so much infinitely harder to, to run the business. And that's just one workout with a lot of equipment, but it's crazy. Like if you just think high rocks is running one workout, for a day and now they're so big they're doing two-day events but it's still the same equipment you're just amazed by like how crossfit runs it for a week with different workouts in different areas all the time hey do you think hyrox has ever had a um or have they ever had a debacle like we had at the games this year where the 5k was like a 4k 
Oh yeah. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I think, I think that they screw up their measurements all the time and oh. like they say that they don't, but then all of a sudden, like one course, someone does this, then another course, someone does that. And like, when I see some of like the running times, I'm like, that's just not even possible for anybody to run that right now. Um, Have you ever brought a wheel there and wheeled one out? No, they wouldn't let you. Oh, potentially oh. Look bad, make them look bad. But I don't know. Mm, I, I don't know what you mean by that. How could how could they possibly make someone look bad? Well, I mean, it would make them look bad. Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding because bad. it happened at the CrossFit Games this year and it made them look really bad. Well, I think it was pretty funny. Like I remember, like they had the same athletes running in like a championship, like uh, another level event, like a couple like weeks later, and the same athletes were running five k times that were two minutes slower. And it was just like extremely evident that those same athletes didn't get massively less fit. It just was a different distance course. Like, I don't think that these guys, any of them are not fit. They all probably run like, you know, junior varsity, middle tier 5Ks, but they're not running um, like six minute flat 5Ks, especially not in the middle of a weekend that's that, that competitive. Hey, this is, this is the guy. John Young, he's in for a while Palooza. Oh, he is? is he a beast? Yeah, he's strong as shit. Oh, 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 as long as I just have to do like toe to bars rowing and like kettlebell swings, I'm I'm your guy. But anything that has to do with like aggressive Olympic lifting, I've let go of that version of myself. I'm pretty sure you can clean about 400 pounds. So him? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you can do all the running. I'll I'll be the middleman. I just wouldn't want to get into a workout where we have to do like power cleans or like cleans at all with like 275 because like I will get one and then I will sit down for the rest of the day. God, I, I, can, I can power clean 275 right now and I could probably get a couple reps, but in the middle of a workout, ain't happening. Ain't happening at all. Hey, John, I knew that was your best clean, but I was trying to do you a solid. So you fucked what? it. Dude, my favorite videos on the internet is when you see like high school football players ghetto cleaning in the 300s. And you're just like, holy crap, that raw potential is like Saquon Barkley. Oh my God. You're just like, just, they're just, they're like hitting the bar at their knees and then like reverse curling it and starfishing it and then standing up. John John Squat cleaned uh, 390. Yeah, he's strong. It looked a lot like this. Oh my god. Sound. Look at that. Look at that. It was an RDL into yeah. This is a high school? Yeah, it's a high school. That's this is Take like, One Barkley. That's almost a power clean. How old is he now? Twenty-five. He's the running back for the Giants. Dude, Crazy. Such a beast. Yeah, it'll be better in real time, I bet. Look at him. He's tiny. <laughs> the tiny, powerful dude. Come on. Any day. Look at that position. Straight at the sky. Look up. Oh, Did you yep, see that, dude? The bar was like six inches in front of him when he started the lift. And he still got it. That's That's the Penn State, not at a high school. That's, that's All right. Strength. I suppose it's college. That's freak strength. All right, all right, all right, all right. College, college, college. Mason Mitchell, I squat clean 265. <laughs> beast, beast. Dude, I would seriously do it. If we could get in and it, 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 like, if we can get in, I'll show up. 
he legit asked me yesterday if I was doing the qualifier. Yeah. I'm, and I'm like, dude, what? Yeah. I, I, it's a team qualifier. Yeah, get two buddies. All right. Well, dude, buddy if one, you want to do buff guy stuff, I'll do buff guy stuff with you. Are you there a three man? Is there a Are you allowed to do it because you've been an enhanced athlete? You, the dude knows. Last year he told me I couldn't do the gauntlet, and this year he's asking me to do the, the team competition. So, Well, he's clean now, but he's clean now. <laughs> they're going yeah, to drug test all of us, and I'm going to piss, and that cup's going to melt. <laughs> That's from all the heroin. That's right, baby. Dopers do it better. Whoop, whoop. Hey, has anyone ever held both the 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 individual world record and the team world world record for high rocks? I did. You held both before? Yeah, I'm trying to get all all records this year. I'm trying to do all four records. What's the other two? So you do individual male double, um, male relay, and then I would do co-ed. So that would be four events. And I guess you could do co-ed relay, which I don't give a shit about. But I'll do. I'll do at least those four. Wow. This girl squat cleaned uh, coffee. Oh, Papa. Oh, oh. <laughs> Who's the yeah, strongest that would be chick in CrossFit right now? Spiegel. <clears throat> Hannah Black. Is Spiegel competing anymore? That's a, ooh, she, that's a good one, though. Is she just like gone? I mean, for her, at this be a point, dude, I bet you she probably makes more money on the internet than everybody else. And and crossfit without even having to make how much money do you think she makes and how does she make it like what's her product like i can't think of what is what's her product i think i showed you i talked to you guys about this the other day the most popular comedian in the world's views yeah are are like equal to or less than hers so you're taking like probably like the top three to five other female crossfitters posts on a daily and they're not even matching one of hers in engagement yeah Yeah. Yeah, dude but the comedian hey, sells dude. shows. Hey, dude. No, I, I'm, I'm not saying like who's more successful. I'm not trying to diminish the comedian. I'm talking about when when you talk to partnerships, like I didn't get a sponsorship from Puma until just recently because my engagement wasn't valuable enough for them to sponsor me. There's like, yeah, dude, like you you're winning these races. But first of all, you don't have the engagement we're looking for. And specifically, you don't have the engagement we're looking for for the, the, the area we're trying to grow in, which was the U.K., and now my metrics have changed because I come over to the UK so much, but what I mean, engagement mean comments you know, if you, or yeah, engagement, you can look on insights and you can see how many views someone's getting and you can see how often it's shared. Like it's pretty easy to see someone's engagement. So it's not subscribers just aren't, it's not enough subscribers. It has to be engagement. Oh no, man. You can like really, really tell like a lot of these dudes that are like the fuck boys on the internet that I are like in my category um, that, are posting all these pictures and stuff. They're getting like 10,000 likes and stuff. But then all of a sudden you go and look at their reels and some of their insights and it's really, really low. So they're about doing the plays, the plays. What's that? The plays? The, 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 like the, the amount of reels. That's what I'll always do. I'll look at some. So, so for, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say? You, you, yes. you can tell it's, and anybody who's got. A lot of like, people have purchased followers. A lot of people have. I'm starting to yeah. really realize that. And, and it's one of these kind of things where it's perceived value. Like initially, if someone buys a lot of followers, they have this perceived value and other people almost think things are cool because they think that persons have tons of followers. So sure. you start to follow them thinking that there's something valuable is going to be on this page. There's a ratio here, 60,000 plays, 111,000 uh, followers. Yeah. 
and there's people whose ratios are completely blown out. Yeah. Like, like they'll have 5,000 views and 100,000 followers. And look how many comments that your posts get. Your posts get so many comments. Yeah. Comments. I, I get a lot of comments because people either hate me or they, um, or they like, they really love to just, you know, get excited. This one, dude, I showed you guys this one earlier. The one where I was on that podcast talking about still just gets so much insane growth because so many people just argue with each other about how a, my father was abusive. Um, I remember that. Oh, yep. and your dad was in the comments. That was awesome. That's pretty funny. Like I, I've been questioning social media so much lately of whether or not I should try to put things out of value or if I should just put stuff out that's totally absurd. Yeah, why don't you tell some crazy lies about your childhood and see what happens? Probably could. Hey, I can't think of one brand that Spiegel's affiliated with. Can you? Tell me what a brand she's affiliated with. Like, I can't think of a uh, uh, tier. She, she works with tier. I think she works World with a plunge company. How um, much do you think they pay her? You think she makes more than $100,000 a year? Oh, dude. I'm guessing somebody like that is pulling in the high uh six figures to like low seven figures so you think she's making closer to a million dollars a year from sponsors than zero dollars yeah man or than five hundred thousand okay now let me ask you this um what do you think she sells do you think that someone do you think that someone actually buys tear shoes because she wears them or buys a cold plunge because she gets it oh yeah you do yeah dude i think the thing about like impressions is one is like how many times can you get someone to see something and then how authentic is the messaging around it and like you know when you're just like naked in a hot tub and you're trying to sell hot tubs like it's going to get a lot of views but it doesn't necessarily have the most targeted authentic messaging behind it but when you get so many views you just look at like this ratio like if even one percent or 0.1 percent of the people buy off of this like 0.1% of a million is still a massive amount of sales. If you get that. And I think I was talking to you earlier, like that guy, uh, conversion rate. I bet you her conversion rate is extremely low, but still dude, off of humongous views, the guy prime, he gets in he gets, and she gets eyeballs on the product. She gets eyeballs on it. Yeah. Did you see the newest cold plunge? Uh, no. Is that the company that blocked you Hiller? Yeah. And look at, look at this fucking thing. Ten thousand yeah, bucks for a tub. Next, next out this fucking bathtub, and it's thirteen thousand dollars. Yeah, you'd have to be an idiot to buy that. But but what if they gave you one? Would you post about it? I mean, because I would use it. Yeah, it'd be I I'd authentically use it because I do do things like that. Like, um, but you know admittedly there's brands that have offered me a lot of money, but I was like, I don't know how I would actually even say that I would use this. Like it'd be, it, it, it would be tough for me. Wow. That thing's cool as shit. The cold plunge makes that too. So I looked into this, by the way, I, I just got a sauna. I got it from Costco. <laughs> Let me see the does. pictures of that. Click through that a little bit. Is that uh, a box so of rock? This oh yeah, thing, that's dope. You see how it gets big at the top? You don't want that. Apparently, Anybody who knows anything about saunas thinks that you're an idiot if you get a sauna that's bigger at the top like this. Well, he he dissipates and spreads up top. But I like the rocks. Wow, that thing. Oh, dude, that dude right there makes me want to buy it. Go back. It does look cool though. Yeah. How much is that? Twelve thousand. Damn. Dude, for twelve thousand dollars, you could go to a local like woodworker and why is she on her knees? 
below that guy. Okay. Because, so on, because on the floor here, you can stretch. Oh. See this? Ah, nice, nice. Yeah, stretching area. You could 100% drop three grand with somebody making a custom, a completely custom arrangement for you guys and then buy, buy the heater for another like grand and it would look exactly the way you want it to. That heater is about two to three grand. Yeah, but I have the Havaria one because I almost had to buy another one because I blew out the engine on mine by putting too much water on it like an idiot. But you could definitely spend a couple grand, less than five grand to have whatever the heck you want. It just will take a little bit more time. So for 30 grand, you could have the ultimate cold plunge hot and cold. I work, I have a, a sauna and it is already, it's not even a year old and it started to fall apart. They sent over wood that was that's it, already like falling apart. The Which company? Breaking. Which company? I'm not gonna list it because it's not really fair for me to say it. Like, okay, maybe Why not. Just... Yeah, no, that's fair. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it could be. <laughs> it could be user yeah. malfunction. I, I'm not into these red light saunas either. No, nah, that's bullshit, dude. I don't want yeah. no red lights on I me. Mean, you want yeah. heat. Yeah. Because technically, red light should be able to do something for you, but the real benefit of heat is being able to open up all your capillaries and really get your body to go through the heat experience. And red sauna does not. Don't I want to explain. Excuse me, real quick, uh, Barry. I want to explain to you what um, realism is versus retardism. Yeah. yeah Twelve thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars for the sauna and twelve thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars for the cold plunge. That brings you up to twenty-five G. Now, if you think you're going to get that shit shipped to you, installed, unpackaged, fixed, and set up for less than five grand, you're smoking fucking crack. 30 grand, especially after taxes and shit. So save your fucking math for someone who cares. Dickhead. Uh, they offer yeah, free right. shipping. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Okay, so you're right, Barry. My bad. You're right. 25 grand. My bad. That plus 10 is 20. I, I strike all that from the record. When you're living in a place like Malibu, LA, Austin, Texas, where these people have like this startup money and they, they uh, just have too much money and they like to work out like 70% of the day and only work out work 30% of the day. Those are the people they're probably targeting. Yeah. Just have that shit put, put in and be nice. You're yeah. staying corrected. Just saying, why haven't you guys? Why haven't you moved to Austin, Texas? I feel like Killer, like you moved. Like, to Austin, I can't move Texas. this freaking garage, man. Are you kidding? I can't leave this thing. He almost moved. He was. He was. You've been, he was you've been trapped in Chicago for such a long time. When are you going to start living with your brain and making the right decisions? The second that I don't spend about ten hours a day in front of this computer. <laughs> yeah, but dude, the other hours of the day you could live such a better life. Like Malibu sucks as far as cost goes. Oh, those hours are working. Every day I wake up, I'm like, holy shit, life is good. I do like it over there. Every time I've been in Newport, it's pretty sweet. Oh, it is nice. And, and then I spend Saban, the next month always, getting caught up. Are you always an, a NorCal guy now? Um, I don't know. But it is, it is going to be 90 degrees today, and the beach is a fucking stone's throw from my house, and I'm fucking going. Do you have any fear that California as a state is just going to collapse entirely? Yes. Not it's gonna fall fear. off into Not the ocean. Fear. Not fear, but dude, we're in World War Three. Do you think we're in World War Three right now? I think so. Yeah, me too. I think I think that we are on like the verge of like a total shift in our nation and not a good one. Like it's it's one of these kind of things where like a phoenix night needs to rise from the ashes, but it's gonna burn down before it gets better. When's your when's Jesus coming? That's what I want to know. Why the fuck doesn't he show up and like just like 
fucking clean house. Help us out. What chapter are we in in that fucking book? Get to the fucking end already. Dude, we got some time. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Mm. And I don't know where to like stand. Like there's just so much separate uh, separatism. Amongst Not near people. Taiwan. If China attacks Taiwan. Not near there. Think that's happening next. Seems when like you, the seems like seems like the the only thing left to do. Think that's about the, it. The dude. only thing that's it. You just you distract the United States with putting all this money into the Ukraine, and they're probably going to get involved in Palestine Israel thing. And then all of a sudden, once our resources are all chewed up, then all of a sudden China's like, all right, they're distracted. Go, dude. Um, our, our leaders feeble, at best. That's another heavy conversation. You need some TRT. Do you think yeah, that, yeah, that might yeah, save yeah. Him? yeah. Or just drink be, some water. It would be awesome. Or water, just drink some water. Yeah, Johnny uh, Hunter, what's your best five K time? Fourteen fifty four, a long time ago. But like nowadays, I'll probably when I'm in shape get to like fifteen high, fifteen forty. What about a rower on the rower? I think I could probably break sixteen thirty in the next couple months. That's fast. Dude, I had that guy Jason on. Jason, I can't remember his last name. He has like Robert. a lot of the Erg. Uh, no, no, no. His name's Jason. He has a lot of the Erg records right now. He is such a ch- tank. You got to look this dude up. Is he also 10 feet tall? No, he's six foot three, but he used to weigh 270. So like I asked him, I was like, you kind of have that like fat guy strength. Like, you know, when people used to be really you said fat. said that to him? How did they- that go? Is his name Jason Marshall? Yes, yes. I just put in Jason Erg guy into Google. <laughs> the dude's the dude's a beast. Like he is such a freak. Like if you want to talk about fittest people on earth, Jason's got to be in the conversation. Like when fat you guy can, strength, fat guy strength. Dude, you know, like heavy dudes can lose a bunch of weight and they're j- they hold. Look at that forearm. Is he's rowing? His, I was gonna look at his penis. He's, yeah, look at his he, penis. Yeah, that's a good indicator. That's a good indicator. What penis size? Yeah. Imagine how much you hate yourself. Oh my God, Santa with the mask. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was kid Are you kid fucking picture. kidding me? Yeah, I can't oh, believe the kid's not wearing one, to be honest. Bullshit. He's oh trying, to, my he's God. trying to pull Santa. Oh my God. Jason better get a fucking defibrillator is what he better get. This Dude. guy must hate himself to be to be passionate about hey, the hey, hey, No, hey, don't hey. be mean. Come on. Really I like quick, the guy. Really quick. Go up and uh, click on the one to the top right. There is a, a maskless Santa picture in the ensuing year. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Come on. Right. Come on. All right. Okay. There okay. It is. Oh, okay. It took one year. Shaving cream. It was shaving cream. That's the same okay. Santa. Okay. No, you don't know. <laughs> Look how it's red the same one. He took off the mask and he got way redder. Santa's on the TRT. Yeah. Dude, Jason, you got to get him on here and talk to him. The guy is a freak. Is he English? Does he have an accent? No, he's Canadian. You know who's another guy you got to get on is Hamish Bond. That's one of the most interesting like athletes in history. I think he's got seven or eight world records and multiple gold medals. Uh, uh, no world titles, and he's got multiple gold uh, medals in the Olympics, and now he's out there smashing like, time trial records and wattage records all over the place in cycling. What's his name? Hamish? Hamish Hamish Bond. I think he's six foot seven from New Zealand. Like he he's one of those kind of things where they built him in a machine. Like the dude is such a beast. Wow, he looks like Larry Bird. 
Yeah, if Larry Bird was a beast. Fuck. Do you, that guy's do you my know hero. this guy? No, I've never talked to him. I've never talked to him, but I wish he was like my my dad. Like I wish that's the kind of like emphasis this. I hope this your guy. dad comments on this video and just says, "What the fuck?" No, I love it. <laughs> but dude, three Olympic gold medals, eight world titles. Go look at his like records for. Um... Oh, he's huge. Yeah, dude. Look, look. The bike is just suffering underneath his massive size. Yeah, he's a giant dude. Oh my god. He's just railing his dick. Yeah. That's all I see. It looks painful. There's nothing like a good dick yeah. railing. See, the thing is, you'd probably meet this guy in real life and you're like, yeah, whatever. You mean but... like if you saw him here like this? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, he's such a monster. What a door. Nice I think he did a thousand calories on the assault bike in 47 minutes. Shut up. That's awesome. Dude. I think he held over 500 watts the entire time. No, he didn't. Dude, look it up. It's so crazy. It's, it looks like Big Bird combined with Patrick Vellner. Yeah, but his lungs are, dude, the size of like a hot air balloon. He's well, look so at his chest. Look at his chest cavity. Even when he's on this bike, it looks massive. Where is that? Look at him. He's like, he's huge. Dude, look at that. That's the kind of shit, like, you ever see those memes where, like, it's the guy and the girl in bed, and they're like, hey, you know, he's thinking of the girls? No, we're just laying in bed thinking of Hamish Bond setting records. Hamish Bond. Why is New Zealand such a freak team, and they seem to win rowing all the time? Like, it's such a small country. I'm going to invite that dude on. Please do. I would listen to that show. I'd be I'd be a live viewer the whole time, going nuts. Could you get Lance? Could you get Lance Armstrong on here? You think? Yeah, he could. Hasn't he been over, um, over um, exposed? You mean like he's gotten too much media? Yeah, like all everything. He's already been, everything's already been asked of him. Does Lance Armstrong have an Instagram? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Um, no, he doesn't, dude. I really want to know if Odd is a dude. Oh, he does. She's, she's just been peppering uh, no, erotic no, messages. It's a, it's a girl. It's a girl. Do you know I, Odd? Do you remember yeah, when you used to yeah. have that chick on here and her, her image was just like her with massive tits? What, where That's was that girl go? No, that was... Um, uh, this is Lance Armstrong? Allison NYC. Oh, yeah. This is Lance Armstrong? Yeah. Well, look how big his arms are in that photo. I didn't. I thought he was a stick. He's having a good hair day. Interesting. Imagine I mean, being this dude and not even having a million followers. I thought he was more popular than that. He must Lance have really Armstrong is definitely the fittest person in history. No, that's not true. Who? Froning? No, dude. Oh! No, not oh. even close, man. Dude, it's not even like if you look at the bio. You're so stupid, like, Hunter. Dude, if you look at the metrics of energy expended, if you look at the metrics of Lance Armstrong's bench press, energy expended, just energy expended. There's no one who's come even anywhere close. That should be the 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 should be the only measurement of the fittest person. Energy expended. Yeah. Who can expend the most energy? Lance that Armstrong is, is, can move himself on a bike over long is, distances really well. In, in a way, that's great. That, that's great. Froning can do that now too. In, but in fucking way, Lance Armstrong can't pick up close, a rock. Dude. 
Not even close, dude. We're just looking at measurements of energy expenditure. If we want to really take this to the point where we're trying to think, look at things from a scientific standpoint, rather than just oh, your obsession with me. Then rather than your obsession of shirtless <laughs> dudes on the juice. internet that you've been jerking off to for years. Damn. damn. I'm, I'm jerking telling off you right now, Fraser if you want. I, I would love to I would love to throw <laughs> myself into the conversation of the fittest on earth. And I just me know too. that I can't even hold a candle to that guy. There's just no way. 21 to, to, days. To oh. can, can, can he run against you? Dude, if he really wanted to get better, like get his running down to where it was, dude, go look at all the times where he was like 15 years old winning Ironman. You think that that dude can run a 14-something minute 5K? Faster. You faster. think that that dude can row a 16-something 5K? I don't think he, he can. If he, if he put the muscle on, dude, he doesn't have the height. Yeah, and that's the only reason he's good at biking. Mm, not really. Not the only reason. That's a, that's a stretch. He's really good for a lot of reasons, but he's good at that because it's all he does. That's dude, the, the guy... Point. A guy just set the world record for uh, the marathon just recently, and that's fascinating. But that's energy. Two hours what, was what, was what was it? What was it? What was it? It was like two hours and thirty-five seconds. Did he have okay. help? Was he? Was he? Was it one of those ones that's no, organized with the, the drafting? Of, it was in the middle of a race. Wait, what's your point? Wow. What's your point? What's your point? My point is, is like that is fascinating, and that's a metric of measurement of, of uh, basically energy expended, but it doesn't even come close. The same amount of energy that that guy was expending over two hours, Lance was holding for like six hours every single day for 21 days straight. Just Forget that he's body, juiced up too, right? Sure, but so were almost all these people in these sports. To be honest, at the highest, highest you level. You think running was juiced up? Uh, I'm not here to say whether or not he's not because it's not fair. Like I'm not, I'm not going to cast stones, but yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank but you. Hunter. My point is, is trying to bait you into that one. Yeah. It it's, <laughs> it's incredible what that human body did. It, there's nothing that's ever matched it since. And they were in the absolute peak of enhancements, but I don't know. I think probably the thing that's really scary now, and I've said this to you guys before is gene enhancement. I think China has been manipulating genes and other countries have been manipulating genes for a while now so that when the athletes do come that have finally come to fruition and like finally blossomed that they've been manipulating, the records are going to move drastically forward. This is the guy that Hunter thinks is the fittest man alive for the rest <laughs> of the it's uh, Ke Kel no, I don't think you said that. Kempton. Hey, this dude looks like he's 43. He's 23. Yeah, I know. Crazy. It's crazy how old this dude looks. Well, hyperoxidizing is the fastest way to kill yourself. And that's what he does. He was doing like 180 miles a week. Under, would you admit that you're biased to some extent towards the aerobics spectrum of the sport of fitness? Uh, no, dude. Where, where's I, half four on this spectrum? Hey, this dude's because 5K record is, by the way, this, really dude's, quick. this dude's 5K is 1414. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Hiller. Half Thor is the strongest man ever in the same realm that Lance Armstrong is the most aerobic best biker ever. How come he isn't the fittest man ever? Hear me out because somebody like Half Thor and that guy Hamish Bond I was talking about, their bodies are so big that they're able to generate more force. They're able to generate more force, hold more weight. Because if you look at Half Thor, he was 400 something pounds when he deadlifted a thousand pounds. So he's only really deadlifting like a hundred, 220% of his body weight which I can very easily do. It's not that crazy of a metric to me. If, if you're, 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 you're telling me if you weigh 400 pounds, you could do that too? No, but I'm saying it's understandable. If you're continuing to take size and then just hold tension across size at a multiple, that's why somebody like that is able to do something like that. 
And if you all of a sudden took someone like Ed Cohen, who weighs in the 200s and deadlifts uh, 270, like 1,000 pounds, that's a more impressive feat because it's a far bigger metric of a multiple. Hey, Savan, you got to be the tiebreaker here. Uh, Greg Glassman defined fitness and Hunter's out of his fucking mind, but I do like the conversation. Listen, I'm not here to argue. I'm here to substantiate. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, uh, I like this. Intercourse burns <laughs> a lot of calories, so maybe the best porn stars are the fittest humans on the planet. Think about it. And it makes babies. You have to admit those guys are freaks. Who? Uh, porn stars. That is that is a sport. That is really – that is a stamina-level sport. Dude, the the the, the uh, Hunter is uh, wins. Uh, Hunter is on to something. Hunter is out of his mind. Hunter is more correct. Sean – you never graduated high school. You got a GED. You shut your fucking damn, mouth. Damn, damn. You shut your damn mouth. How about this guy? You got something for Dan? I love how this guy justified that strongman body for sport is not cyclist body. Well, you did, you did just say that that cyclist had a set of lungs on him. Oh, maybe that was Savon. Someone mentioned his lungs. He's born with them. The sure. New Zealand guy has a chest capacity. That, I mean, just to the look of it, the physical look, his cheese rotund in the chest. What's that? Just rotund, round. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the lung volume is crazy. Those guys have like seven liters of lung volume. How about this one, Hunter? In the Hunger Games situation, the fittest survives. Who are you taking, Lance or Froning? Oh, for sure, Froning. But I don't know. Lance is also such a savage person that he's probably smarter than Froning and find a way to kill him. And the conversation swayed towards you as we started talking about this. You said they were hating on you early on. Now they're like, there we go. He's got it. He's got it. That's right, dude. I Must ran have away. been that book he read. I Must ran away with that, that conversation. I ran away with that conversation. That. Kill him. I didn't um, take a shit. I have to go. All right, dude. It was so good seeing you guys. Hey, what thanks. For, it was a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for the advice for Jason Hopper. That was very uh, optimistic and useful and helpful and a pre and and good. I liked it. Lots of love, to Mr. Hopper, and a good luck on breaking the world record. And we'll be watching. Thanks, boys. Uh, and, when are we and, gonna have a family reunion? Uh, next time I'm go- you're in Southern California and you don't tell me, you're a dick. Just know hey, that before December, you get there. Hey, December 10th. I'm around. Al- although I might I might go to the Raider game. Is the Raider game, Chicago Bears game, the same week as Rogue? Isn't that this weekend? This weekend. Rogue is no, next No, sorry, weekend. Chargers. The Chargers, uh, when they go to San Diego, the Bears. I'm yeah, going no I'm going on November 11th to the Lions versus the um, Rams game. It's going to be one of the most exciting games. My buddy Ryan. I've been a fa- uh, uh, Lions sure? fan. No, his name's Ryan Silverman. But um, I've been a fan of the Lions for ever since I was a kid. And they're finally getting their comeuppance. And they're going against their old quarterback. This is going to be a heated, heated, heated event. Are you going to be in SoCal in, de- in December? Um. Yeah, man, I'm going to be there. Okay, cool. I'll see you then. Dude, uh, I want – are you coming down, Hiller? When? December 10th? Yeah. Uh, I'm unaware at the moment. Dude, come on. We'll just put you in a room and you can do all your computer shit and you can come out for like 15 minutes for coffee in the morning and then lunch and then dinner. He's he's caretaking. He's doing – he's on nurse duties. No, she's How good. She? She's mobile now. Did she have hip surgery? Crazy, yeah. How is she? Great. She's at work right now. Wow, dude, that's insane. She, she's nuts. It's all the peptides. Tell her I say hi, man. That's that sucks, but it's also hopefully a better it's future. All the peptides. She's on a lot of peptides. 
Boys, I'm going to rage right now. I got. I always like to pre-drink before I fucking crush people at events. Pre-drink? Right. Yeah, dude. I always get pretty drunk before events, and I get Just, all ugh. carved dude, up. That guy Jason said that he got drunk the night before he set the marathon record on the ski, and that motivated me so much. I was like, "What a legend!" He did. Yeah, dude. That's why you got to have him on the show. I think that's one of those kind of people that fascinates me. Like when you can admit that you got drunk the night before you set a world record on a skier, two twenty nine. That dude deserves to have the books written about him. Okay, 229 what? 229 what? 229 marathon and a skier. That's impressive. It's insane. You know that just off the top of your head that that's impressive, Hiller? That's for America. Yeah. Uh, I I, we used to do this guys, thing called the Roathon. Between three dudes, you would split it up, and anything under 240 was going to be good. And the best times were like 219, and that dude did it by himself on a skier. Yeah. 229 is impressive. They they won the CrossFit Games, I think, at like a 254 for the marathon or like a 248, didn't they, for the marathon row? Right. And that's just insane, dude. That's like another 20-plus minutes off, and those mm -hmm. guys are fittest on earth. But they're dude, the first, first workout. You know who follows his um, – a bunch of people follow him. James Sprague, Tanner Shuck, uh, uh, Andre Houdet, um, Chandler. Is Haley Adams coming back? And what was the name of the girl? Is Mal O'Brien coming back? Or are they nope. done? No one knows. Yeah, they're really? coming back. They have they nothing else be to be on do. the track back, yeah. They're at least working out. Yeah. They're on TikTok. Jason, I'd love to have you on my podcast. Okay, guys, thank you very much. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Hunter McIntyre. Andrew. Boys, I love you and miss you. December 10th, we're here to party. Andrew Hiller. All right, talk to you later, Mr. Hunter. Bye-bye. Okay, I got to go so bad. Oh, we're just getting rid of Hunter like that? Yeah. I thought you were actually ending the show. Mal blocked you? Jesus. I got a new account. I'm unblocked now. Oh. Are we, are we going to talk about how insane Hunter is now? Thinking that Lance Armstrong can hold a candle to Rich Froning? Yeah. Sevon, do you wipe front from front or back? You're a girl. You can't ask me that question. Like that's the boys ask that shit. I can't believe people do that. Do wipe what? wipe from the back, from the back to the front. Yeah, you should wipe both directions. You start front to back, and then you tidy up back to front. Do you use those wet ones too? Uh, at times, at times, depending on how gnarly it is down there. Yeah, yeah, I'm flexible. I'm flexible. If I'm at your house and you have them out, I do. I think it's nuts when people bring those things with them. You can't prepare because you know you're that gnarly of a crapper. Like, dude. <laughs> uh, wipe shit onto your balls? Dude, no. You pull no, it up you past pull them out your of the balls, all up to your chest, into your mouth. No, no, you don't stop at the balls. You don't stop at the balls. You walk bike to front and you go all the way up to your mouth. I think the cleanest poops ever, I think. I don't have much to compare it to, if anything, but they're pretty clean. Uh, Renee K., I have brothers, and I was in the military, stuck in N.A. radar room with dudes for 10 hours a day. Oh, What does that, that mean? What, is it, what does that's, that mean? That's why she said, do you wait front to back or back oh, to front? That's why she can ask. Girls don't ask that, yeah. Do you have a bidet? No. Someone bought right. me, like, a, a portable boudet, but boudet, but... You never hooked it up? Uh, no. Jason. Uh, but when I go to hotels that have them, I use them. 
I loved and, and and I don't really enjoy it. It's weird having like just a stream of water hit your puckering sphincter, but I still use it. I'd love to have you on. And then you got to dry your butt and it's just like well either way you're using toilet paper, right? So 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 like if people yeah. are trying to save toilet paper, trees, that whole thing. What do they dry their butts off with after they use the bidet? A towel? If, if you're at a hotel, if it's someone else's towel. Hey, how how why hasn't CrossFit posted anything about Tyson yet? Are they are they they're out of their fucking minds? Yeah, you, so I you, agree, actually, you agree with that. You agree with that. I was just fucking yesterday. I called you yesterday. What, what, what didn't they they have a new CMO? He he should fire whoever's below him. Or promote. <laughs> um you know that is the technique you use when you're a weak leader. What? You uh if so if you get hired if you get hired into a new job or you get a promotion, you start handing out raises or promote people around you because you don't know how to show leadership. So you reward people with promotions and pay raises. And it only lasts for a few months before people hate you. But it's like a, it's, it's, it's like one of the strong correlates that you're with a really, really weak leader. Like the company hires someone new. He comes into your department. He starts handing out raises. Pussy. Weak. You can just he's going to be gone before you know it. Is this pretty standard? Happens everywhere all the time. I mean, it's just it's a standard for experienced uh, 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 professionals like myself. I mean, I've seen it a million times. I've made the mistake as a young man. I made that mistake. I I, I understand you you want, you're trying to gain the respect and loyalty of those around you. Whether you do it consciously, unconsciously, you give people raises, you promote people, you do it totally wrong. Of course, Dave posted it. Good point, because Dave's not a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, of course, Dave posted. Does, I'm assuming Dave doesn't have any control over the the black dot page and the games page. I, honestly, I don't know, but I assume not. How many people do you think have control over that? Uh, one, one, just one. I mean, th if you ask them there, they'd probably say something like, "No, the person has autonomy," um, but uh, they but they don't. Dude, I'm sitting here. It's I put together this mess. monster video, Scott yeah. Pancake video. And yeah. every three hours or so, I check in on Tyson. And I want to see whether or not he's starting for sure. Yeah. And I came across that press conference. I'm just sitting there watching it. And he actually got back to me yesterday. I tagged him in that. And he goes, thanks, dude. Oh, he but, did? But, but I go, dude, that was oh, probably the top cool. 250 moments of excitement in my life. I'm sitting here, like, finishing up editing, creating a thumbnail for it. And it's, uh, he has that little bit about CrossFit. And how that's what he would be doing if it weren't for the NFL. And I, I was like, what? And and I ripped the thing and I put it up and I probably did it, I don't know, five, eight minutes. It was the fastest post I could have ever put together. And it's incredible that CrossFit doesn't take that sort of initiative in that little amount of time to do something like that. It's it's GPP at its finest. I mean, every it, it's what every athlete needs. I think Sean Payton was doing it with the Saints in 2012, 2013. There was this huge thing put out by you guys about it, I believe. And he, he, he attributed all of their success that year to CrossFit GPP. It's like, yeah, we made everybody a little bit fitter and then we won the Super Bowl. And this that was Dave's relationship, by the way, Sean Payton, Sean Payton. Yeah. And, I, and it's unbelievable to me that this dude is at this level and they haven't done anything on him yet. 
And w- when they do do something, it better be the most godlike thing of all time, like a three-hour Avengers movie on it. And even then, I don't think it'll be enough at this point. Right. Um, there, there's a couple things I want to address here. Um, do you think Tyson is being held uh, g- guilty by association with you? I don't know if he is or if he isn't, but just imagine being a board member. Being imagine being some guy just fucking living in a high rise in New York, and you put ten million dollars into your company, and someone who fucking uh, has some liberal arts degree that's fucking is running the social media department there uh, has some beef with me, and so they fucking fuck your company because you got some beef with me, even though there's some rich dude who's fucking paying the bills. I mean. You should be taken out and beaten if that's if if I if I'm influencing any of their movement like that, the per, those people should be fired right away. That's fucking crazy. Do I know firsthand that I have influence stuff like that? Yeah. If I'm an investor in this company, am I fucking so bummed to hear that? Yeah. Yeah. They've they've made all they've made a, a ton of bad decisions based on uh, their avoidance of me. They made some good ones too, though, by letting me come to the games. I mean, that was. And, and hey, you know, that, you know we should do all around here. And it's going to be even crazier. The behind the scenes is so fucking good. It's so good. Uh, Leif Edmondson, uh, you gave me a raise. That's true. That pig? You, you hired that pig? No, but Leif is- We, we, we got to do one of these really quick. We type in CrossFit. And I know you've done this before. Mm-hmm. And then it's CrossFit Games. Okay, but that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for CrossFit. <laughs> and you cannot find it. Okay, yeah. hey, there's, there's there's this live show right now. This comes up. Holy month. shit. Yeah, it pops up when you type in CrossFit. This Where live is, show comes up before CrossFit. What is this? Danny and you know, who and eat. you know that I'm slammed too, right? There it I is. know I'm throttled back. Okay, yep. All right. Now, what in the hell? Okay, they put out Dale. This is good. Okay. Two hours ago. Have they been doing other than posting all of these this exact same thing from Adrian Bosman on dot com that's so important that they can't cover Tyson? They've Where, well, let me see, hold on, now? let me see this. Let me see. So Three weeks ago, they published Chad. Then nine days ago, they did something with Ben Smith. Then six days ago, Ben Smith. By the way, that's just probably him staring into a computer and talking. It is. So is Adrian. Like, this is nothing. This I could, we could get off and I could have an entire slew of these up in a half hour. One wow. month ago, some old wow. chick, Dreamyard. This is Annie. This is the same thing they've been posting from the Magic or CrossFit stuff. That there is repurposing crap. Oh, look, yeah. this premieres soon. Notify me. Yeah, so they just don't have a media department. They don't have anything. They got, they got, they're, they're leaning on Adrian hey, uh, Bob talking to his computer. That's Bryce right there. Where? Right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah. One month ago. Check, oh, check they were out. highlighting Bryce the same time you were. There's me. Oh. Two months ago. 18,000 views. Holy shit. Wait a second. The video you're in has 18,000 views. <laughs> hey, dude, that's more views than all the videos since they posted since then combined. Almost, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I really like the comment section on this video. It's just a bunch of bats. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's because we've taken over their, their media space, man. And that, and all they had to do is make some Tyson content. Listen, just so people know, I saw Hiller posted that on his Instagram, the Tyson Bajan thing. So then I went and looked at it, and then I posted it, and then fucking uh, Dave posted it. 
and all of us have more comments than the comments on the and but what's crazy is is that the crossfit post isn't even a good post do you like that post that's not an appropriate post for wait what crossfit post th this is not an appropriate post for dot com like this this person should be let go let me show you the dot com instagram page good this is not an appropriate you don't post stuff like this on so you got this you got uh uh Chad Wilkinson Memorial. Oh, you mean this meme with this chick? Oh no. Yeah, this is not this is not appropriate. This is like it's just, appropriate if you're 14. It just doesn't even fit. I don't even find it. I'm not even like stimulated by it. I don't think it's funny. I'm not inspired by it. I'm not. This is the type of stuff that you hear Nikki Brazier talking about on kettlebells and cocktails. You're and like, if you want to watch that, you go over there. But as far as I know, that's not what the you're vibing at 63 vibing. This is cool. Well, I like this video because I used to, um, this chick used to, uh, work in the media department. She was a graphic right, designer. So this is a cool video. I hadn't seen it. And she's a cross and she's a hardcore CrossFitter. That 63. That's cool. And that chick's known Greg forever. Is there a reason that this one has 5,000 likes and the other one has 2,000? Yeah, because Judy's a beast. Damn. This is yeah, nuts. Judy Amaya left a comment uh, above on a recent post about Annie Holmes, who's thriving at 93. Uh, World Slalom Skateboarding Championship, Giant Slalom. Uh, it's fucking not even easy to read. Anyway. Tyson Bajan, 23-year-old phenom crossfitter. Prepares dad, for his first start in the NFL. Dad owned an affiliate, been doing CrossFit since he's been five years old. Uh, Harlan Trophy winner. Commentator at the games. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Rich Voting! Yeah, That's yeah, him, yeah. Right? Best, best floor commentator in the history of the CrossFit games, that dude's dad. I know. It's still not up, but they know. They have to know. If me, when, when you, you, think, and when you think of ever, they'll do something. Well, they went out and filmed with them. I know Tyson said told me that they went out and filmed with them. They had they sent someone out to film with them for like two hours, made some uh, did some work with them. All right, so, so they're, they're probably making they're probably making some sort of video that they're going to show on dot com. But okay. it, but it's like, it, what about the past year? Yeah, like how about when he won the Harlan Trophy? Why didn't they do something? That's the Division Two Heisman. Hey man, you put up a video. Of Travis, your buddy, yeah. having his kid do pull-ups when uh -huh. the kid was eight. Mm -hmm. Since then, they could have been making content about this this dude. They could rip that that video. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, you. I mean, it's not that they're it's not that they're late to the party by waiting for him to do this football game. It's that they've been late to the party since he was eight, and he's twenty three now. And they have incompetent staff there. 15 years. You're like, hold on. I'm in that group. <laughs> the 15-year um, CrossFit group. How do they not combine that NFL fan post with Tyson? Because they don't want to. I don't know. The NFL fan post is dumb. Yeah, completely dumb. But what's crazy is those they posted that at the same time Andrew Hiller posted Tyson Bajan. How is some fucking ding-dong in a garage in Chicago, that's him with his arm up, beating you to the punch? And if they do 
quickly fix it? And who approved that fucking meme? It's um. So my analytics on this and my ding dong Instagram is at almost 400 shares, almost 20,000 plays. And I have 7,000. So I stretched that 7,000. And how many, how many followers do you have? Seven or 8,000, somewhere in there. So So now imagine that with a million, a a million people see it. Imagine how many shares, how much interaction engagement it gets. That's what Hunter's talking about. Here, I'll pull it up. Yeah, they, they uh, don't I love, they don't love CrossFit and they are just nerds who passed an interview. Yeah. Look at that. More more non-followers have seen this post than followers of mine. Hey, which is an ama- <laughs> which is exactly what CrossFit wants. That's exactly what Don wants. Oh, this is great. <laughs> he's he's the perfect opportunity to achieve what Don wants. This is speaking that's so hard to do, by the way. What Andrew just just showing you for those of you who don't know stats, having more non-followers see your shit than followers. That's a crazy stat. Dude, I, I know I, I, I messaged Tyson. I go, dude, it's a top 250 moment of excitement in my life. And I heard you bring up CrossFit in that press conference. It connected like the Bears, Chicago, my my history of watching almost every Bears game ever. And it was just exciting for me. And I, I just knew that that excitement would hit other people the same way. And it. So I just put up this thing wherever what's like a general. This is a couple hours ago. Yeah, that's typical followers, non followers. Yeah. And what's crazy is, is that's exactly what um, Homeboy wants. This Don one got under 18 non-followers. Yeah, that's nuts. Hey, is that true? I hope, that, me, uh, I hope the media that, people see this. Is that, true? is that true that Danny Spiegel went to a pickleball court? Someone told me, someone sent me a bunch of stuff yesterday. She went to a pickleball court. That she, Her top was too small. Didn't I say her top was too small? And so someone reported her, hey, that girl's top's too small. They asked, they asked her to put on a new top. Did you hear about this? They asked her I, to heard about, I heard about it, but I didn't yeah. see it firsthand because she's already got my new one blocked. So, oh, she, <laughs> so I had to go look, and at that point, I guess she'd already taken it down. So she put on a, a new top and then started trolling the business, having her followers attack the business. Um that she posted about she was what throwing up. hate at that guy who told her to put it on and how dare you tell me what to wear on my body <laughs> in a pickleball court like there's families here i think last year at rogue was where i mentioned her top was too small is she going to rogue again i wonder if she, she wears a top that god i hope she wears a top that's even way too small like to this year i i would put a it's probably gonna happen i like a top that's too small yeah, and and that then looks, what would be even better looks is horrible it? on you, and I love it. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, my I mean, deuce hasn't gone back up. I'm just I'm on the sitting on the tip of my seat. You're the one who says that you can regenerate that, turn it into just gas. It happened to me the other day. I was driving back from JR's, and I had to poop real bad, and then I held it, and it just went away. Did you fart it out? Did you like twelve thousand farts? Uh-uh. Mm. Alexis jumps out the window if I fart. My wife doesn't. I'm gonna be in so much trouble for this. When I fart, just deadly farts, I'll roll up the windows as tight as I can, and I'll just look at her. And what's she and, gonna kill you for? No, she won't even know. So eventually, I've just decided. I'll, then I start telling her, "You love the smell of my farts." She's like, "No, I don't. It's disgusting." I'm like, "It smells horrible in here right now." I sealed up the windows, and we've been in here for ten minutes. I farted three hundred times. 
Either that or she had no sense of smell. <laughs> Maybe. You should you should go up to her with, I don't know, anything. Hey, what's this smell like? A candle. Cover the name up. She goes, uh, pickles. Like you get you guessed pickles. <laughs> Haley, she, did you lose pickles? Her, she did lose her smell during um pregnancy. Okay, I gotta go to the bathroom. Uh, okay. Uh talk to you guys soon. Oh, wait, is today Thursday? Today is Thursday. Prep yourself a shut up and scribble. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Hiller, I'll call you soon. Yeah, bye.